0: So, how you guys doing? Uh, we're doing all right. We we missed you last week. We missed the respawn feedback. Wasn't I here last week? Yeah, y'all had me here. No, well, no, yeah, yeah. Well, you were here for
1: roll call and raised your hand, but people didn't get the live stream screaming experience they're used to. So, were you really here? I mean, on paper, yes. But uh, well, you that's know, right because I was on the doing... plane before
2: you could describe the, the state of the game, huh? Right, yeah. yeah,
1: somewhere T-Rex is sitting here going, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't get the full experience. <laughs> I didn't get to hang out with Respawn on a Saturday morning while he screened about the state of the game, and, and now mm-hmm. I feel sad, and, and ruined, he just threw off his whole week. Noble was well, so I mean, from
2: what I understand, he, he, he had to come on the show and
1: confront you about it. He's like, listen, I have expectations here, sir. T-Rex <laughs> <laughs> he came on the show? No, oh, Noble, Noble. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, no- Noble, Noble, Noble. They sound a yeah. little bit different. Yeah. You might, you might,
2: you might actually get to hear a rant depending on what Noble says, because I understand Noble's got opinions, which means if he's got opinions, he's going to give me details, and if I get details, then I can, I mean, um, I can have Upset. strongly opinionated words.
0: that yeah. Well, yeah. let me roll the titles, and we'll come back. You got it. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter: A Destiny Two Podcast, dedicated in bringing you all the latest information news and opinions this is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike where we share tips tricks and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more so with
3: all that said let me hand you over to your hosts the triumph hunting titan night demon the pink panted pansy piroti and your hunter master Ranger, Mr. No One
0: Respawns in Real Life! So welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Night Demon. I'm here, as usual, most weeks. Respawn is not flying this week, he's now back. Parody is with us again, still. Until next week, of course, when he goes on holiday and he's leaving Mm us. (gasps) When I'll be flying. For two weeks, two weeks. For for the entire time that the showcase is here, you're going to have to rely on me and Respawn to guide you through it. Yeah. But this week I thought we'll bring on a guest. He's given a lot of opinions and a lot of chat in our in our Patreon Detroit. chat. Oh, yeah, I in our Patreon chat. So I thought we'd bring him on because he's got a lot to say about the state of the game and the game that was in a state before the state of the game. Uh, it's um Noble. Welcome to the show, Noble. Hi, thank you. Good morning. Or that's for you, good afternoon. Then. Yeah. Good evening and good night. <laughs> so, as respawn does like to ask, what wow. class do you play, and why is it not a hunter?
3: I, I, <laughs> in PVE, I will play whatever is needed of me. My preference is the one that can't jump. Okay, I am. I'm, I'm not. You know, a lion. Warlocks cannot jump. They can yeah. fall. Really good. <laughs>
0: with grace yes
3: yeah the, the, the warlocks are like buzz light yeah this this they don't fly they just fall with style mm-hmm. um but i, I mean in pvp i'll only ever play a hunter because there's just so much more fun in pvp mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: i love a man that knows those limitations so do you I, I pro- prove of my
0: guests respawn
2: i mean yeah i've, I've with novel many times Nobles drag me through stuff that you know i i wouldn't have done by myself <laughs>
0: Noble is a very good PvP player, and he does a lot for charity, don't you, Noble? We did a charity stream a while back, and you've got another one planned coming up?
3: I do have another one planned coming up, yeah. Yeah. Um, November the 11th, I'm doing another one.
0: Okay. Um, and what's that for? Uh,
3: that is for a UK-based charity called Help for Heroes, which is I mean, it's pretty much it gives help to people with mental rehabilitation out of any sort of forces, whether it be, you know, army, navy, uh, ref, anything like that,
4: yeah, mental
3: rehabilitation or physical rehabilitation. So, like, health heroes help with, um, to, to, how do you say it? The well, re- rehabilitation of the body. So, you know, like when people are learning how to walk again after losing a leg to an IED or something like that. Oh, um, be... yeah, I mean, physical therapy, yeah. yeah, physical therapy. That's the words I was looking for. Thank you very much.
0: Um, well I'm sure we can remind people the closer that we get to your live stream and your charity run. You. Yeah.
1: So so how many of Nightime's children does he have to shepherd through a raid in this one?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a good stream though, man. That we need to do that again. That was that was so entertaining. The saxophone was the best part. Like you can script <laughs> that kind of thing, you know? That's why kids are great. You know, I know a lot of people out there like uh, you know, they can't stand kids or whatever, but you know what? The the randomness that children introduce into your life cannot be under underestimated, under explained, you know? Like if, if you enjoy a spot of chaos, right? You have kids. Right? You, 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 for example never mind. Y'all don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My kid did something so disgusting, my wife was just like, throw up. <laughs> so, Noble, are you a PvP player or a PvE what you... player? Yeah. What is your I am Are a, you a P... Gambit player? Yeah.
3: I am a PvE player. I do love a bit of Gambit. Gambit is. is fantastically fun. I, I like the mix that Gambit gives you. I like... The enemies aren't soft and squishy, but then again, they're not ridiculously... Overpowered even that you have to play back A lot but it's the fact That you know you can you can play all that And you can think you're an absolute god and then all of a sudden You know like you think you're on a really good run Like your screen goes red and the Invader turns up and you're dead and you think Yeah
2: brilliant mm. Thanks So Gambit I mean I enjoy Gambit I keep saying this to people I don't mind Gambit I don't hate it like all these other people do Because it's the closest thing to a horde mode that we have You know I wish we didn't have the PvP Aspect I'm not really a fan of that you know? But I do quite enjoy the horde mode of it, you know? And after playing uh, Gambit PvP, there's a game that came out that I played with my son called um Squirrel! uh Exo Primal? I think it's called Primal Exo? Yeah. It's X-Xo basically Primal, Gambit yeah. with dinosaurs, right? And I was yeah. like, that sounds pretty cool, right? And I got this big samurai mech dude, right? And I was... I thought it was gonna be fun. But, you know, they don't throw nearly as many things that you that Gambit does. You know? Yeah. Like you have, oh, there's there's twelve raptors. Ew. Oh, there's there's one T Rex. Ew. You know, it's just it's it's like it's it's not as good as Gambit. I know that's a weird thing to say, right? And I was expecting it to be like a better version of Gambit because in like one of the scenes I was watching, you know, on the on the game's channel, they just had raptors raining from the sky and coming down this tower like a torrential downpour. And I was like <laughs> Is a freaking that that is a horde mode right there, right? Yeah, but when you get the game, it's nothing like that, right? Like, you get maybe a third, maybe a fourth of what Gambit throws at you, you know? Yeah, so I mean, after maybe if I hadn't played Gambit, maybe it would have been more fun because other people like it, but after having played Gambit, it's just like this isn't enough, this is, throw more things at me, I'm still alive. <laughs>
3: Honestly, with the way things are <laughs> these days, if I want to play something like Gambit, I play Killing Floor Two. You
2: play what?
3: Killing Floor Two.
2: Mm. I don't know what you're saying. Killing Killing, killing Floor. Killing Floor Two. Killing Floor.
1: The Killing Floor. I honestly had the same experience with EXO Primal because I think it was you who mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, and I went and looked at looked at videos on it, and was like, uh, I had the same experience. Going, oh, I had one expectation, and and it is not that at all. Yeah, yeah. It, it it wants to be Gambit, but it's not. Uh-huh. I, I've yet to play the Fortnite version of Gambit. Yeah, so, yeah and the thing about the it is
2: they tra- they tried like like the, the 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 visuals are so beautiful in the game. That's what really caught me. Just the visuals are stunning in this game. You know, I mean, it, it's a beautiful game. But when you get in there, and I played for like. I don't know, like thirty hours, thinking that maybe I, I, I'm I'm still in the prologue version of the game because all I can do is is this is this version of Gambit, right? And the only difference is is they say, hey, do you want to do PvP, PvE, or random? Woo. Right? And all that PvE means or PvP, <laughs> yeah. All that means is the first part is always the same. You always fight the dinosaur quote horde mode, right? It's always the same, but. The difference but is, but at then... the end, are you fighting the other team, or just a big dinosaur? That's the that's only a... difference, dude! Right? And that's the whole game, because, like, I never got past that thing. <laughs> like, like could you introduce other modes? Like, maybe an actual horde mode or something like that? Because, like, there's just not enough in there, you know? And, uh, whatever, man. Just oh, damn you really just... spoiled us. <laughs>
3: i'm yeah. disappointed because i've been looking at exo and really contemplating buying it don't don't
2: dude don't <laughs> yeah I, I, the,
1: the, that's why i'm at the point now where i'm like this looks like a thing let me go watch someone on twitch playing it or go look up some youtube videos and yeah. see what it's actually like because i've bought too many games that were promised as one thing and i get them and i'm going well where
2: where's the thing you showed me yeah where, so the, level up system, the level up system or, is terrible your mech upgrades are stupid this is the only game on Steam I've ever asked for a refund.
0: That should tell you something. Mm. Well, it, yeah. it is free on Xbox Game Pass. It's free? Yeah, oh, there you go. It's the Game Pass. <laughs> you can try it on oh, that's all right. Actually,
3: I, could, I could try it out, though, because it it's just, free on Game Pass.
0: It just Pass. came out, and it's free. <laughs> yeah, but there are a, a lot of games that come straight out that are free on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah but are they good games game that Pass come out really free? Good. Yeah. Some of them, I guess. I mean, it's
3: on
2: everybody. High on
3: okay. life went straight
2: I'm to sorry. Game Pass. I, I-, I assumed if it was already free, then it, it's because it's bad. No, it's because <laughs> no, no, Microsoft
1: bought everyone, and they're like, "Well, let's put yourself on Game Pass. Will you make money? No, not really. But you'll make Microsoft money, and that's the important part. Yeah, yeah. And presumably, somebody out there will buy things.
0: The the only good thing about playing the Gambit version on Fortnite is that you can buy the skins to be Zavala, ikora or the. Uh, a stranger, so you can nice. technically play Gambit in Fortnite. <laughs> As the Valor, yeah, perfect. Fortnite's not a thing. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, sir, Fortnite yeah. has never not been a thing. We're gonna be It'll long... never not be a thing. We're going to be again. long dead, and Fortnite will be on season 427. And they're like, listen, we'll 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 beam the chips directly to your eyeballs for the new season. Just wait on Tuesday, you'll be all set. It won't even be Fortnite
3: by
2: the time we're dead. It'll be month. No. Uh, some some of my friends that play Destiny is like, dude, have you have you heard of Baldur's Gate? I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you think? He's like, is it going to be the same as Destiny? I'm like, no. What? He go- he goes, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You ever play D&D?" He goes, "No." I'm like, "Well, it's digital D&D." <laughs> yeah. have fun. <laughs> if
1: you if you picked up Baldur's Gate cuz somebody told you it was like Destiny, somebody lied to you. Somebody I mean, to I, I like
2: bad. it because I like that. I like D anD D, right? But oh, if you're right. not into that kind of thing, if you're into looter shooters, it's not. If you're into hack yeah, no. and slashers, it's
1: not. Yeah, <laughs> no, Baldur's Gate is is not a. If you enjoy Borderlands, you will not enjoy Borders, Baldur's Gate necessarily. They are very different things. You
2: could enjoy yeah. both of them, but they are not the same. Hold on, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime is in freaking. Fortnite, yes. Like, oh, sir. Yeah, it, you you clearly do not, you
1: do not have, have a child or nephew of the proper age to give you a guided tour of their no. massive collection of Fortnite skins. Everything is in Fortnite.
2: Mm-hmm. My oldest kid is 16 Everything. and in college and my youngest one is four and does not care about video games. So, no, uh-huh. I've missed the I've missed the uh, yeah. uh, the, the was what, it called again? Oh, the the Fortnite window. The Fortnite one. I'm oh, like, yeah, the Fortnite yeah. one, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, no, my,
1: my nephew is 10. And uh, yeah, I, I got the guided tour of all of his Fortnite skins, particularly all of the Star Wars stuff that they just released. Oh, my God. Wait, Disney, let my... that happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's money. Fortnite generates all the money. Like, there it is good. everything. There's a, whole, there's a whole Turtles tie-in with the new movie that just came out, which, minor tangent... I can say the words Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles soundtrack scored by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross really? in the year of 2023. And that's a sentence that makes sense in real life.
2: Hold on. There's a new Ninja Turtles movie?
1: 19, but we are going to go all the way off the rails. We are not going to touch on Destiny. Into the we, we, variety streamers. We're going to be on a variety podcast starting what? right now, apparently. How do you not
0: know that these are a new Turtles film? This is what it sounds like. Oh, i it's animated to get started on the state of the game because i thought we had (laughs) feelings (laughs) and opinions on it and it's like we're going to talk about the this we will
2: eventually get don't even act like you're not going to cut 90 percent of this out all right you're going to put a little bit at the end for the people that listen after the credits but most of this is gone sorry if
0: if i've got to listen to this other people have got to listen to this if I have to suffer so to you that's not a way to that's, no that's not a way to treat your your your
2: your I wasn't going to say customers but your your listeners well bad. to be
3: fair I am a customer I'm a patreon
1: this,
2: True. this is a reminder I'm starting you, to feel
3: now like this is what I, this is what I pay for to, to, this, to hear someone say no if this, I have to listen so do you
1: <laughs> yeah see, 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 see the patronage is not so much a benefit it's more of a, of, of a punishment this is an even forcing you to experience what he has to experience.
3: It's okay because there is one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in there right now. It's like it's nice to be invited onto the show because now I can say in front of everybody, Night Demon.
4: Yeah.
3: When we're we getting merch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I've been waiting so long.
4: You have I to meet yesterday.
0: Nearly every time that I'm on stream, and yeah. <laughs> anyway, <play> the game. <laughs> On not state of the game. State of the game. So as you and Respawn uh, have got opinions on the state of the game, I thought we might as well kind of continue our conversation that we had last week. Because you've heard from parody, you've heard from me, and you heard from Sev's last week. So you've got two more opinions to be thrown at you, Bungie. Mm. So Noble, Respawn, take it away.
2: Am I a noble respawn? That that's got a nice ring to it, you know. If we put noble in front of my name or oh, regal, ooh, king respawn, yo, that I like be, that be that that's that's
3: worse than the Hunter Vanguard thing.
2: I, I mean, you say that, but
0: I, I like <laughs> it a lot. I mean, come on, just magic king respawn, woo! Put some chills down my spine. So it. noble, you did you did have some opinions <laughs> on the state of the game which you did voice in our uh, Patreon chat. But if you want to go over them and let people know or let Bungie know what your actual feelings are on the different topics that they came up with uh, in the state of the game.
3: The, the state of the game, for PvE, I don't actually mind what the, anything that they've said because it was basically not a great deal other than, you know, you're not going to get a new set of armour. Okay. Which doesn't really bother me because the armors... I mean, how many of us, genuinely, well, how many of us ever use that armor? Even as an ornament, how many of us genuinely ever use that armor?
2: What armor? Anything There's you ever get used.
3: from the Vanguard, Crucible, Anything gambit. that's
2: not in Eververse. Oh, yeah. absolutely not. not. No. Yeah, exactly.
1: So not, them saying, or, saying you, in Eververse or a Dungeon or Raid.
3: Yeah. So then saying, oh, you're not going to get a new set of armor. I'm like, well, you know, like, the stats are always trash, so who cares?
0: Yeah.
3: The the the, the looks, I can't honestly say it. I've gone through, even since Transmog, and thought, oh, look at that Vanguard chess piece. That's really nice. I'm going to get that. No. <laughs> Nobody has said that. Everybody's looked and gone like that. Oh, look. This, this chess piece from... I mean i don't know i love the leviathan chess piece for the warlock i think it's gorgeous you know like oh look you've got the leviathan chess piece for the warlock yeah i'll have that and you know you're not gonna pick the vanguard chess piece over the leviathan chess piece and you're just not gonna do it i don't care who you are
2: and you know to be honest people's standards aren't that high i mean titans wore a broken airplane helmet for years you know <laughs> I forgot about so that. it doesn't I take think, much yeah. to impress people
3: no it doesn't no but yeah it, it, it just that didn't bother me all that much nothing pve really
0: bothered me all that much so you weren't bothered about the strike scoring is that no, a, a I, I, thing, I, Or I, I don't mind the strike
3: scoring you know take it or leave it either way i'm still gonna speed run a strike and get it out of the way as quickly as i can because it's it's still gonna be a strike
0: it's a strike yeah <laughs> what about a gm though
3: a GM, yeah, fair enough. But I mean we've already got scoring in GM, so it's not it's not gonna make that big of a difference.
2: Well, I thought they changed the scoring though in the GMs. Now 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 the time actually matters, which I'm not a fan of.
3: Well, I mean the time's always mattered anyway, because you know, if you've gone over X time, then you take your revives off you.
0: Yeah. But is it not that kind of visual thing that they had like with the Guardian games where where you see the the down the side of the screen or along the bottom of the screen, all these medals and things go popping off. And you get quite excited by that. I think that's what they're trying to hone in on for the strike and the, the nightfall scoring.
3: I'd be happier. That's the excitement part of it. I'd be happier is if they took that score system and they took it because it spawns right in the middle of your screen. And if they put it off to the left or the right, that would be fantastic. But, you know, like there's nothing worse than when you're sat in a GM and you've killed four things that are, you know, realistically just trash mob things, you know, like a couple of thrall or something like that. And it goes ding, 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 and it shows them all on your screen, and then all of a sudden there just happens to be like, I don't know, an acolyte just sat there with a sniper rifle that then just one-shots you, and he's like, brilliant. I couldn't see him because apparently I'd killed
2: free-for-all. I mean, now you know where he's at next time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. i mean i mean, I mean yeah. that's how they train the
1: acolytes. They, they're training them to stand behind the ui elements on our hud yeah. so, so we can't see them
2: they're like listen yeah. you want to stand here i can't explain to you why but you're Don't going stand to stand it. right here but, yeah. i mean you know you can adjust the opacity right so i mean if, if uh, you can't you, see the things behind your hud uh, make it more invisibler
3: you, you can <laughs> yes but it's just 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 move it off to the side
2: yeah i mean
3: Okay. I mean, the left side of the screen gets full up with, with all these random buffs, debuffs. And
2: and it's you know, still not even uh, enough room, which is crazy. It's, yeah, exactly, <laughs> there's still
3: not enough space there for all the buffs and debuffs that you can have. <laughs> and yet, you know, the, the right-hand side of your screen has nothing going on on it whatsoever. It's just dead space. See you later. They should, yeah, they should have, doesn't, like, doesn't the,
2: the nerfs on the left-hand side because left-handed people, you know, you get bad stuff. And the buffs should be on the mm-hmm. right-hand side. Uh that way, at a glance, you can see just how many buffs and nerfs you have on different sides of the screen.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, And even, like I said, even your kill feed. Just put the kill feed off to the side, or just put it across the top and have it like scroll. So you that can it's also not you know, actually, if you think
2: about clear. it, you can also potentially put all your buffs and debuffs in the kill feed too, and they can just open it up to see what's going on and close it again. You know,
0: yeah. I mean,
1: I don't know. I mean,
2: the thing
1: can be is. Done. It, it,
0: it could actually be a, from a design perspective where people read from left to right it could be because if they put something that's constantly clicking away your eye's going to be drawn to that point and then that's going to detract from the actual game that's why if they put it over on the left it's not as if as offensive
3: But that's, again, that'd be okay then with the, 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 the buffs and the debuffs but what i mean does it really matter if you see see the kill feed i mean are you really going to be in a gm and going "Ah, i killed the acolyte not you (laughs) (laughs) who cares who killed the acolyte (laughs) it's dead you know what i mean and i just yeah just just get rid of it from the middle of the screen it's just a it's the only thing that i think i'd want to change is that when it comes to gms and scoring and 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 then putting more things on uh, we, that have, screen.
2: we have an argument from uh, the show that says, uh, that is a lie, season one chest armor titan is peak fashion, and it shows a titan with what can only be considered as pubic hair on his shoulders and neck area, uh, so apparently that is the height of titan fashion.
1: Is that not the cinder pinions that...
3: The one that looks like devastation, Com- uh, devastation complex, and, and Phoenix battle ornaments and stuff like that from um, PvP, the binary oh. Phoenix suit and stuff like that. That's got all the the fluff around the top, which mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: the Phoenix. Yeah, the Phoenix battle ornament is the one that's got the fluff around the sides, yeah.
1: isn't it? That is a furry suit. That's when <laughs> uh,
0: but that's I think, when you I think Armistice. He looked really good, they actually did put a lot of effort into the yeah, armor pieces.
3: when was I the mean, last time that much effort went into a free armor piece <laughs> yeah and I mean you can well, say that, that mean, looks really good all you want I mean again, you
2: say free armor pieces but isn't isn't um isn't uh iron banner free right and you you've got you've got freaking hunters literally turning into wolves with the big furry wolf heads and Stuff like that, right? Hunters can get pretty furry too. I don't, I don't know about the other two classes. but, but There's a lot of fluff that, again, in Iron Banner, yeah.
3: But that's Iron Banner again, though. It's, it's not.
2: But, the it's, Vanguard free, play-
3: yeah, but it's not the Vanguard playlist. Crucible, one or Gambit? They're the ones that I was sort of getting at. You know what I mean? Like you don't wear any of that. Iron Banner arm has always been nice. Yeah.
2: So it's only those two that are going away. Iron Banner's is going to keep making making stuff happen.
3: I mean, I'm going I believe so.
2: Well, they, they, they sort of didn't... I mean, they didn't really say... I, th- I
1: think they did say, well, we're getting another armor set. They, PvP, they were like, yeah, we're going to get new things, but they didn't really make a lot of hard and fast, like when and what and how many's. Like, yeah, you're getting mm-hmm. a new, you know, new map, new mode, a new modifier with the season, but then it's like, yeah, we will work. And then a new Iron Banner game type, but they didn't say anything else beyond that. I mean, Iron Banner, like... Iron Banner is meant to be sort of, well, at least when it started out was end-game end PvP, but not like, high level, you know, there's trials that's like end-game boss-level PvP, and then Iron Banner was meant to be like end-game PvP for the casuals, and now they've been yeah. very casual, yeah. so like, it was I a like mid-game. Like... Yeah, I mean, and they, they still are clearly using Iron Banner as where we're going to test things out. That's where they're building new modes for, that's where the new modes are starting, largely. Granted, we're getting Relic and uh, checkmate checkmate thank you in this next season so i mean the investment is
0: still there in iron banner but as far as the armor and stuff goes you you say that though but there is another mode coming in iron banner didn't they say that as well yes it is a new iron banner Banner
1: game type yeah
0: yeah so we're gonna get another mode in pvp i mean noble what what are your thoughts and, and respawn i guess what are your thoughts on the pvp and the Gambit kind of feedback that Bungie gave us in the state of the game.
3: I mean, if, if um, I start with the PvP one, then I'd say, yeah, yeah you've got no new maps, but, I mean, honestly, you've got a couple of new game modes coming. Do, I mean, do you honestly think that ga- they just fell over game modes and, like, tripped them about, oh, look, a game mode. Oh, <sighs> there, you, there you go. I mean, it's, it's taken no. them months to sort out a new game mode and structure it and be able to try and find a balance for it and everything else.
1: And there's two of them.
3: Yeah. And, and this checkmate, I'm sorry, but, but actual gunplay-focused game style, gameplay, whatever, in PvP. Oh, my God, is it about time that that happened? And I'm sorry, but lots of people have been asking for that for a long time. Yeah. Actual gunplay-focused. Since... Probably year two, so forsaken onwards. I've been saying that, in my opinion, PvP should go back to how it was in Destiny One. Energy ammo and heavy ammo should be on a wall, and you should have to fight for it. There should be no, are you spawning in with energy ammo? No, put it on the wall. That's where it is. If you want it, go fight for it.
2: See, I still, I know I keep saying this, but I'm such an advocate of it, but like, If they would just open it up to the players, it would solve all these issues, man. You know, open up the the UI. You want guns only? You want gunplay activity? Cool. Make a custom game, right? You can even make it race so other people can join in if they want to, right? Make a custom game mode where you have no supers, no abilities, none, right? Anti-mayhem. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) anti-mayhem, right? You only have guns. Oh, that's not good enough? Okay, you only have melees. You know, or you can only have a primary weapon, or you can only have a heavy weapon, or you can only have a special weapon, right? Open it up to the players, man. You don't even need dedicated service, T-Rex. Just open it up to the players. They just need to open it up so players can make their own stuff, you know? This would solve a lot of problems. You want a new map? Cool. Give them the ability to make their own maps, you know? You want to change (laughs) game modes? Instead of coming up with all these game modes, let people do it. People come up with their own game modes all the time. You know, the build
1: the forge. Build the forge from Halo and Destiny.
2: Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah,
1: sure. That's exactly what you're. Do- that, that, that's what. That's what this was in Halo, where you could you could build your own maps and do all this stuff. In Halo, was called the forge. Yeah. So and and, you know, and, and, and let people
2: do their stuff, dude. You know, obviously it's been done. Hell, it's been done by this company. If what you're saying is correct, it was. But you said Halo, right? Halo was Bungie, so it's even been done yes. by this company before. Do it again. Yeah, it worked. It was amazing. That's why your game was successful for.
0: 30 years you know do you think though this is something that they're either building into the game for the final shape or it's going to come after the final shape now i think people would lose their minds if it came final shape but i think if they announce it at the showcase to say that the fo- a forge mode is coming but it's going to come after the final shape do you think people will one stick around for the game because I've been hearing a lot of people saying, like, they signed on for the 10-year experience, and <laughs> once kind of Final Shape hits, they're kind of out of here. And a lot of people are sort of saying, oh, well, you know, if, if they pull it out of the bag and, and impress me, I'll, I'll stick around. So do you think if they do something like this, it will save a lot of the kind of the PvP side of the players wanting to stick around or do you think it's a little too late uh, if they do PV. what the changes they've discussed already if they do that if they implement no, that or what no, no.
2: if they implement a forge oh, absolutely for. hell i would play more pvp if they had a forge absolutely man i would yeah. go in there no abilities guns only let's go yeah absolutely dude i am all about that call of duty experience dude hell yeah
3: i'm so looking forward to that new game mode that's a bunch of yeah yeah I, yeah I am so looking forward to that that sounds like it's going to be absolutely brilliant
0: like bring that on now give me it yeah. and normally i have to i have to drag you kicking and screaming yeah. into <laughs> pvp like manner like yeah. and you're actually looking forward to no. a pvp game <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, if,
2: if they had a game on like that where i could oh well, we could adjust like you know no supers no abilities guns only you know we can make our own some make our own maps i, I dude I, I I would be one of those people making the maps just all the time. Just just
0: like psychotic maps that are shaped messing like about. cartoon characters and stuff. You know what I, think? You know? I think a lot of people would be making the maps. You'd see content creators like Fallout, Cool Guy, Astacross, Frostbolt, they'd all be creating their own kind of PvP maps to say, right, this is a good map for kind of flanking, this one's a good one for sniping, and showing people, you know, the best places to kind of stand and things on their own maps they'd be building their maps and showing you how to play the maps i think it would be endless content. and even on even on the
2: one map they would have i mean a good a good map is going to have elements of all three of those right this is where you have your yeah. sniper lane right if you go into the octagon quote the octagon this is going to be your cqc area right and then these alleyways are going to be your mid-range right so a good map is going to have elements of all of them you know, and just having these content creators, like you said, creating these maps that are just going to be probably great for the community in general. Uh, I mean, Bungie could, if they just gave us the access, we would do it ourselves and that game would never die. <laughs> I mean, point in case,
3: how many hundreds upon thousands of people spent hundreds upon thousands of hours making things in Minecraft?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in Halo's Forge, I used to, yeah, I, I Forge, would get yeah. together with Halo Forge, we would find random maps, and that's the thing, that also you could do anything that was in that game. So you want Sparrow Racing League back? Bungie. Yeah. You know, build a map, grab your Sparrow, set it to SRL mode or whatever, and then you could build your own Sparrow Racing League maps. And, and before we go too far from it, I just want to re- mention that Checkpoint is a modifier, so we could have Checkpoint Iron Banner. Checkpoint what does that mean? Mayhem? It, it, like, 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 or sorry, not Checkpoint, Checkmate. Checkmate is a modifier, so it's not like you're going to go and into the Crucible and say, give me the checkmate. You know, there's Iron Banner, there's Rumble, there's Checkmate. It's a modifier. So like we have control and Iron Banner control and Momentum control, you could have Checkmate control. Checkmate Rumble. What, what does Checkmate,
3: checkmate mean? Means. Checkmate's the uh, like the primary it's, ammo.
1: It's the gunplay-focused game mode that we've been talking yeah. about. Oh! it's it, 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 like, like, like it's, like it's not a mode you'll go into in the game it's a way to modify the existing modes. So my point is, it'll be available in multiple places. It's not like there is one checkmate game you go into. Uh-huh. You, could, you could make anything. Basically, you could take anything in the game, any PvP experience, and make it a checkmate, gun, you know, checkmate modifier, which is the gunplay focus
2: mode. When you say gunplay focus, does that mean there's no abilities? Or does that mean the guns just hit really hard?
3: No, the abilities are slowed out so the, you know like yeah, if you've got it's, it's, a 10 second dodge on your hunter instead of it being a 10 second dodge, it might be a 15 20 second dodge.
1: yeah, Bungie says your uh, slower yeah, Bungie right. says your player health has increased oh your the, the primary damage is tuned to feel different without being jarring, and all ability cooldowns are longer, and you have to earn special ammo from gameplay and it's not dropped on death
2: what so it, 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 you know it's basically
1: yeah. it's bringing that you know to their point and that's why they're bringing in this next season we'll have checkmate control for two weeks checkmate survival for two weeks. that sounds and really fun actually
2: so bit, like it,
1: right? <laughs> yeah so, yeah so like it's not just like a single mode you go in and go play checkmate it's you, you play checkmate something it's a modifier for you know an existing game mode which if this goes well which i don't see how it can't because again people like you noble has said like we've all said people have been asking for this since like Year one, day one of Destiny Two, when people wanted to play this competitively, this is what yeah. people have been asking for. Yeah. So the, you know, this is the way there. They don't have to build a whole mode around it. They can just say we can basically apply this rule set to the existing PvP experiences
2: and make them gunplay focused. And, and this I mean, is the old this is the old card player. I mean, but like instead of having this, the the abilities you said on super slow cooldowns, it should be not damage focused but kill focused, right? Hey, I just killed you. Now I get my dodge, right? Now I killed two more people or another person. Now I get my grenade. I've got a five kill streaks. <laughs> I got a super, right?
3: Yeah. So, you, like, like bring not so much a care package, but you know, like, like in Call of Duty, where you used to earn a care package instead of a care package, you could have yeah. a super.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, interesting about special ammo because they're saying they're saying special ammo must be earned via gameplay. It is not dropped on death. So, again, they haven't explained how. So it may be, hey, you go get five kills in a row, and now you get special ammo, or now it's available for for you you to pick up up your inventory. Yeah. Yeah, you know, know, it's like you're playing playing to earn it, you know, and and their goal is to have those, you know, have it be more gunfight focused, not just, oh, I can spam abilities or do this, and, you know, now we're back to where we started. It's, you know, grab your guns and outplay people with skill. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. See, and Checkmate and Relic are both going to be in the Crucible Labs. So it's going to be things that they'll be looking at and maybe on player feedback or just looking at it, adjusting it. So it might turn into a completely different mode if it comes to the Crucible in like Iron Banner or something. But for like the the, however many weeks of the season, it's going to be Relic for four weeks and then you've got Checkmate for six and then you've got Relic running out the rest of the season. So we've got plenty of weeks to go in there and test them which is quite nice. And you've still got like your crucible rotators and your relentless rotators up at the same time. So people saying, or yeah, people complaining that there's not that much in crucible. You've got a rotator. You've got a relentless playlist. You've got a labs, you've got trials or iron banner up for whatever week it is. And you constantly got rumble up. You've constantly got um, control up. So there is so much to do in crucible. Just, I, I don't know, you know, I, I know about the maps, but I don't know why people are getting upset to say that Bungie aren't putting effort into Crucible.
3: Yeah, that's a complete lie, they are. The effort has gone in, like, like we said, you know, given us this, yeah, not game mode modifier, but, you know, the, yeah. that, that that is, that is a lot lessons. of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work that they've put into that. You know, it's just a lot of people crying with how cause in my eyes you know you've you've read the little bit that you wanted to pay attention to which is no new map and you've just thrown your dummy
1: out there is a new map
3: coming yeah there is a, yeah yeah but, but there's only one but, so
1: yeah hey
0: it's one more the gambits gotten in this lifetime <laughs> <laughs> that's what they explained the state of the game they said the studio wasn't set up for this or it isn't set up for this But, you know, they didn't say or did not say that going forward we would try and adjust it. I think they're waiting for how it goes, I guess. And the same with Gambit. Like we said last week, if you want to see improvements in Gambit, you're going to have to drag your ass and get into Gambit and play Gambit in the state that it is in. And according to a lot of people, even before this state of the game, it was in a good place. It's a really good game mode. Uh, You know, there's a lot less sweaty people in there decimating you if you went in there solo. and it felt a lot better. I mean, even Parody said so many times, it felt a lot better from when they adjusted it to, like, recently. So it's a good game mode. It's just been forgotten about because the community don't want to be forced to go in there and play it and get the challenges and triumphs done. Do you know what I
3: think one of the problems with Gambit is? And this is one of the reasons I avoid everything, and I know you hate the fact that I avoid it all. But I honestly, like, one of the biggest problems, I think, with Gambit is the community are too busy listening to other people's opinions to cast the own. Like yes. if you go onto 100%. any sort of so, so, any sort of social media, and if you you even whisper the word gambit, everybody points and laughs. Oh, just play PvP. Yeah, or just go play PVE. Everybody point and, it's points and laughs BDP. at Gambit. It's,
2: it's the Horde mode that makes Gambit fun, man.
3: It, it's it's the essence between the two of them that, and the Horde mode, as you say, that makes it fun. But you go anywhere on any sort of social media and everybody mocks it. And then, unfortunately, this game has got too many sheeple playing it that listen to everybody else's sort of opinion as opposed to casting their own.
0: Yeah, don't listen to us then. Well, yeah. I'm not
1: I'm not don't listen to you guys. No, don't listen to us. If, if you're like, no, let me go play it and it's trash, then fine, have it be trash. But you know, it's it's funny whenever I see a creator, you know, and that's the other thing. It's it, it, it's it's a self-reinforcing thing of you know, follow oh I suffered through fifty games a gambit video. It's like but you still had yeah. an objective each time, you still wouldn't play it. You know, you know, I I, I go hunting and actually I've got two videos this week, which may not May not help the love of Gambit because it's one, one of them is a like speed run and one of it is a Gambit experience from the 0.1%, which is, again, someone just like building a kit to go in and lay waste to Gambit, which is phenomenal, which honestly is just like a, you know, you could bring this into PVE and just lay waste to things. But no, I 100% agree with you. It's like the people who do make and that's the thing, like no one makes content on it because there is this such negative, like, why would I even bother? Why would I even yes. do this? It does. But it has such a negative Making things. And it's like, Oh, I really enjoy this. Oh, it's actually in a good spot. Oh, you know, it's actually fun just to go and and play it casually, go play a casual yeah. PVP or PVE thing with a twist and go, Hey, I can lay waste a thing and feel, I mean, you want a power fantasy in this game. That's where it lives in Gambit. Gambit oh, is that power yeah, fantasy. You're, you're like, you're like, I want to go up and run up that score and get 70, you know, 70 kills, 80 kills, 90 kills in a Gambit match and see that on the board at the end that's your power fantasy
3: yeah yeah it really is gambit is so much fun it had so much potential but because it didn't meet the criteria of so many people that put out videos on a daily basis it it, and and just spent the lifestyle on twitter as well and you know other social media aspects that it, it, it just got so destroyed before it had a chance to become anything massive and because like I said, everybody just sits on the social media and pay too much attention to what everybody else says instead of forming their own opinions. It it just died before it had a chance to take off.
0: Do you think that the Revelry and the Gambit Prime should have stuck around? Yes. R- Reckoning. Mm. Reckoning, sorry.
3: Yeah, I knew, I knew which one you meant, but yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, Reckoning was absolutely amazing. Fun. I love that. I mean, you want to talk a hard mode. Um, who was it? Uh, Well, any of them, to be fair. You you know, when you had to build the bridge and cross the bridge and you had to sit there defending it, you know, how much fun was that? I absolutely loved that.
0: The thing is, they they could have left it in the game and given it different weapons and different armors to be rotated in and out, and it could have still been used as a a game mode. It didn't necessarily have to be you have to go in there and get the Gambit Prime armor, even though that was a good place to go and. You know That was the only place to go and get it, but it was a good place to get your armour and your weapons from. And you
3: could get some amazing rolls on that Gambit Prime armour. Yeah. And you know what? You could have left it there, and then all these people that are still playing your game could have gone, played it, got the armour, and then unlocked the ability for transmog instead of just putting it in the bin and forgetting about it.
2: Respawn, what's your view on Gambit? I've already said it. I I enjoy Gambit for the horde mode. Uh, The PvP... I could live without, honestly. The PvP does not affect me, and in some cases, actually. But um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if to me, if Gambit was just like oh, her mode, where you race to to put in resources faster than the other people, I'd be happy with that. You know, really? Yeah, I
3: mean, I I'd take Gambit either way. I don't I don't mind the PvP aspect sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, it's annoying. Sometimes, well, you know, it doesn't bother me. But it depends, because like I say, sometimes you're having that really good game and you feel like you're absolutely invincible. Oh, and yeah. then that invader comes in and he absolutely destroys your heart and soul. Oh, you, you
2: get that one <laughs> guy that doesn't, that doesn't pay attention and then he's giving up your team's resources all the yeah. damn time. Yeah. yeah. Which is, nuts, a, which is
3: kind of a problem of going in without a stacked team. You know, you you always run that risk. But I mean, you run the self save risk going into Nightfall's. Right, you know, you always run the risk of going into a nightfall, and then Mister Blueberry over here decides that he wants to come in and build, my build works with this and this, and it, but you know, I haven't got any barrier, and I haven't got Unstop, and I haven't got Overload, but you know, it's okay, you can do that.
2: I I, I think the best mo- the best time in 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 Gambit is when you have the armors that literally changed the way you played the game and how the game worked you know the prime armor, yeah Where dude, you had the, the collector the armor was so amazing yeah. not, it not, was. not just the collector but like the, the armor were like you become the thing that closes their bank yeah right? the,
3: the invader did that didn't he yeah. and then you had the, 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 the <laughs> uh, what was it the, the the guy that sat on the bank and then there was the collector yeah. and sentry yeah there you go i can't remember the name of them all yeah, yeah it was so yeah. much fun to play
1: yeah the invader armor once you invaded it locked their bank immediately yeah. You could go go invade and then just like pop a bubble, hide in the corner, and their bank is locked. You could just hang out if you wanted to and have them yeah. come to you. The Literally could pick up yeah. twenty mil and send. And then and, you could see oh, yeah, them on
2: the map, too, which is something that I'm mad they took away. You could see where they all were on the map. You know, you uh, can, yeah,
1: you can, yeah. You can still say you can I still see, see where everyone is on the map. You just can't see how many moats they have. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't was, think you get the moat count anybody. Great you? changes in Witch Queen that didn't move the counter, yeah. And, like, you know, you know the collector, you could collect 20 moats and then send a massive blocker to the other side. Like, Which again, was like,
3: dumb, because the massive blocker always seemed to have less health. Yeah, oh, oh so
1: 100%. <laughs> oh, 100%, like, for the longest time, the medium blocker was a way to go,
0: because they yeah. were the better champion. On the, yeah, the field, yeah, on the field they did,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah so like, what I'm getting from this is that we should have kept Gambit Prime. Yeah, we should I, have so. I Prime. really liked Prime. it, man.
2: People gave it crap, but the armor was amazing. The, it looked amazing. The glow was amazing. The effects were amazing, you know? And they didn't just give it to you, you had to earn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. you didn't just get the effect to become the thing that closed the bank. No, you had to earn that crap. You know, yeah, you, had you had to play it. To
3: us x amount of pieces of the armor on didn't you and everything to unlock Uh, yeah you
2: had to have at least four you know certain perks
1: right and just and just like the events where you you have you know you know just like our our event that just ended you know you you have the crummy version then you have the better you know you upgrade it you have the better version the better version it wasn't just go get your armor and done you got your armor then you had to upgrade it to the second and then third tier of that armor to do all the effects and it it would show you the unlocks oh this you know this once you have, you know, at this level, it'll give you this perk and this perk. Oh, but then you have to lock the bank. You need to upgrade it all the way. Otherwise it just, yeah. you know, it, it had a whole set of perks behind it. And this is where I'm really curious where we go after the final shape. Because if Bungie's plan is sort of a, you know, like they did with Destiny 1, sort of give you everything, set the game on autopilot and go, then you're going to need to give us more if, if that's the plan. Like, you know, now if there's another five or 10 year plan after the final shape, and you're going to continue to actively build this game, you know, go how you're going. I guess we'll see how it pans out. But if, if it's sort of a set it and forget it mode, which it definitely sort of feels like, again, we're, we're at the end of a 10-year thing. So anything they do have planned for year 11, we're not going to see a glimpse of until after the final shape. But, you know, where what state are we going to be in? Because if, it's, if it was, we're putting this on autopilot, then be in Florida.
0: you're going to need to give us more. The thing is, I see this, like you have just mentioned, SRL was in Destiny 1, and it was one of those game modes that the, a lot of the people in the community actually loved and wanted it in Destiny 2. And they were like, no, no, it'll cost too much you know, resources to bring it into Destiny 2. We're going to forget about it. We're going to give you Gambit. And it just seems like the Gambit is going to go the same way that SRL yeah. went. If you want to play Gambit, you can go over there and play it in, Gamb- in Destiny 2. If you want to play SRL, you go and play over there in Destiny 1. But if you want to continue playing Destiny then you play with what we're giving you in destiny kind of thing. It does feel like that's the shift. I don't, I don't, I personally don't want that. I feel that Gambit was a good pillar of the game. And if they'd have just stopped taking stuff out of it and actually put, just left it the way it was, it just yeah, oh. just,
2: just leave Prime and only Prime, you know? They're yeah. like, oh, well, we're going to have Prime and the regular mode. They're like, oh, well, now we're going to take away Prime. Now nah, you should going have taken away the regular mode.
0: <laughs> I think <now laughs> they well, should have sort of the
3: out. two, I didn't they? Because obviously, like, you know, you used to get the regular mode that was over three rounds. Yeah, yeah. Prime yeah I mean,
0: is- it,
1: yeah, it's definitely in a better spot. I'd be really curious to listen back to our older episodes of what we, you know, I, I do worry. We look back with the, with the rose colored glasses going, Oh, back in back in the good old days, it was this. And I, and sometimes I wonder, I surely should go, should go find the episodes where we were talking about when they were actually making this decision and going community, what do you guys want and see what our opinions were then? Cause right. yeah, right now I'm like, Oh no, certainly it's this. But I wonder now listening back it was a year, year and a half, two years, whatever yeah. it was ago. Did I feel that way then?
0: And, and you know... no, I, th- I, think, I think at the time, I think given the choice, we said that we wanted it all to stick yeah. around, and we didn't understand why they needed to get rid of one of the modes. I, th- I vaguely remember us discussing this and saying, you know, why are they getting rid of one of the modes? Maybe just improve on Gambit. Gambit maybe could have been shortened down to like a baby version of Gambit Prime. So if you like Gambit, and you want to try the Prime, which is where you need to go in and use your suits to kind of do, you know end level pve pvp kind of stuff that's where you know you start in gambit you learn you train you do the the baby stuff in that in the practice pool of gambit you learn and how then to you're walk to before gambit you can pool. run yeah so yeah i I think vaguely remember that we said that we wanted it to stick around and i know that we were upset that the reckoning was it reckoning? yes yes we were upset that the reckoning was going away because it was one of the best places to go and get so like gnawing hunger and a couple of other weapons it was infuriating to play against some weeks because of the modifiers but it it gave you that element of kind of having to build a team and actually lfg if you were kind of trying to do the harder modes and and get those those weapons and the armor
3: i mean there were certain weapons that it was literally the only place you could get them from as well i mean what was it was it yeah Was it doomsday which was the grenade launcher and you could only get the grenade launcher from Reckoning. From spare weeks. rations. Only came yeah. out with Reckoning.
1: Yeah, and the, and there was yeah. a boss rotator. Of you had to see who the boss was. You know, there was three different you know yeah. three different versions, three different weeks. Which week you know they each had different loop pools. If you wanted yeah. that curated role, gnawing hunger, you had to go in that week and get that role. Yeah, Against only that available boss. on that week. Yeah, yeah. Again, again, you know, and there was a loop pool. There was something to chase. You give us something to chase, and we as destiny players. We'll go chase it. You take away the thing to chase, and no one's going to go in and chase. Which yeah. is, you know, the biggest problem with what it well, is right now is we'll chase yeah, it is. if it's
2: fun to chase, not just because i Actually, well, no. People, some people will just chase it. Yeah, people. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, looking, looking at trust, looking at you know some of the other things they throw into gambit loopholes. People will go in and chase a weapon. Now, you of course, the problem with that is the moment they get the weapon, they're out, and if there's not anything else to chase, they'll never touch it again. But you know, we as we as Destiny players. We'll absolutely go chase a weapon if it's something we want. I still I use and have the curated roll gnawing hunger I got from Reckoning right before it left. Before, you know, because had, I had a sunset one, they sunset it, then I got a new one after they took the sunsetting away that I can now keep and maintain that I still use and I still love that weapon that I worked real yes. hard to get and put a lot of time in. And sunsetting is a whole other topic that we're not going to touch on because it's over now.
3: I mean, I, I chased Doomsday, which was the grenade launcher, and I think you mm-hmm. could only get um, Doomsday from Oryx in the reckoning. I think it was Oryx. Um, and I never yeah. got it. And yet, Doomsday itself, as a grenade launcher, was rubbish. Its available rules <laughs> were just trash. And it was out at the same time as Swarm of the Raven being the, the, you know, the DPS king. Oh,
0: I know. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah I am better one. But it didn't matter. I needed it ticked off. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even now I'm looking at my, my weapons in my heavy thing and whatnot, you know. And it, it's it's dulled out and it, it annoys mm-hmm. me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's something like you and nine team and both, completionists. If you know even yeah. if you're never gonna use it, you want to have it. Heck, yeah. that's that's why I go get ninety percent of the exotics in this game. I'm never gonna fire them, but I wanna Actually, have absolutely them. Absolutely not. Like I'm never you gonna know. use this, but I wanna have it available, so if maybe one day it's something I care about, then I can at least have it. But when I look in my collections tab and I
3: see Doomsday just there and yet just one over to the to the left hand side of it is Edge Transit.
1: Which, <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just an insult. <laughs> How many that Edge can you turn in for a Doomsday?
3: <laughs> you know that that hurts my soul. That I could never <laughs> get that out. but Edge Transit is just there <laughs> next to it, like mocking me.
0: Oh, edge transit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going forward with Gambit, are you happy that they're only giving the Gambitters one new map, and it's not confirmed Any time It's not new. It's an old It's, a it's not, new. not new. It's one they took In away. Well, you're getting one one map back. reprised map. You're getting one one reprised map if they L, If they do reprise it, <laughs> do you think they'll actually tune that map because they took it out the rotation because they said it was unbalanced? Do you think they've actually tuned it, or do you think they are just throwing it No, they're just going to throw it
3: because... in completely
0: unbalanced, are they? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm yeah, asking. I mean, absolutely. And I think that's what happy? they're going to
1: do with it. The I Crucible maps they've taken away to, for yeah. tuning? And, yeah, and, and this is where I have no idea. Like, you know, I, I am not the Crucible guy. You know, all these Crucible maps, they took out because they were unbalanced and they were going to tune them. Have they tuned them? Other than like, you know, hey, we, we took out some spots we could get out of the map and whatever. Have they tuned any of those? Because if they have, then I have hope for the Gamma map. If not, then no, they're going to stick it back in and go, "Yeah, we've updated and maybe fixed some bugs," but it's going to be just we've, like it was before. We've never
3: seen some of the PvP maps come back. I mean, there's like this um, Emperor's Respite, mm-hmm. for example. Is a p- yeah. that's never come back, and that and what's that been gone now two years? That was a fantastic map. I absolutely loved it. There was yeah. lanes in it. There was close quarters in it you know, you you could sit with a scout rifle, you could sit with a sniper rifle, or you could run around with an SMG and a shotgun. You know, it was... There was a little bit of everything in there. There were so many little places. And, you know, people say, oh, it was unbalanced, and, you know, like, fighting just came down to one area. Move.
2: (laughs) Did you say move?
3: (laughs) You you have this ability to not go to that area. So what you're saying is don't step into the kill zone? (laughs) Yeah, you know, look, every time I come here, I get shot in the head. Don't stand there, then. Move.
0: I mean, we did get get some feedback from Mel O'Malley in our Patreon chat about uh, her, like, view on Destiny at the moment. And where she's only been playing for a year, she's find it amazing. Everything is amazing. (laughs) You know, there's so much for her to do. And I, I suppose once you get over that hill of getting into the game as a new player, There is so much to do in the game. And she said, you know, her husband and children that still play the game, and they've been playing it for several years, when they get bored of the game, they'll go away, play something else, and come back. So, you know, she's still learning about all the different aspects of the game. And being a new player. (laughs) Being only a new player for like a year, realistically. So... I mean there is so much like we've always said there's so much for new players and Destiny or Bungie seem to be once they've got a new player in the last couple of years you don't seem to see that there's that much of an issue that the older players can kind of see that you know has been taken out of the game and us as veteran players that have been here since day 1 can see all this stuff that we we we've missed and the stuff that we're not getting as destiny players and newer players come in and they're not seeing that. They're just seeing that Bungie are giving them, you know, uh quality of life updates. They're giving them more and more things like they're giving them the exotic missions back in the game that if you missed out on them in the previous couple of years, they're coming back. So, you know, so you're saying we're in way too think, deep.
4: <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think some of the problem there, though, is as
3: well, and I said this because I, I was I was talking to her and I, I did say, like, new players who buy into the game and are buying, you know, like the old DLCs and whatnot and then coming forward and moving through, you know, like, yeah uh, what you got, like Shadowkeep, Witch Queen, uh,
0: Beyond Lightfall, Beyond, Beyond Light. Light, yeah,
3: all those. Like, they're they're getting told to go, oh, like, go do this activity, go do that activity, go do the other activity. When was the last time any of us as the players that have done all that actually stepped foot into any of it? Never. Like, well, maybe we do have it, but you know what? At the same time, I don't don't like ignoring people. If anybody needs a hand and I sort of see someone saying, oh, you know, like, I want to go get... um, cloud strike you know I, I i couldn't be that person that sat there and that i've got it i don't care but like, right. i'd want to go and help no. that person no, I so absolutely
2: that... help people for a price yeah.
3: and for a price yeah so...
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know but I, I couldn't sit like i was i've said to you now a million and one times 90 i don't feel like i have yeah. a great deal for myself to do one destiny at the moment yeah and anybody that's wanting to come in now join the game find these things out and then they're like do you mean there's an exotic hidden in there that you can't can't get anywhere else it's amazing i want to go get it what's it do you know get out there help that person because the more you help that person the more you're going to build that person into a better player you know a, a friend somebody who you can then you know call upon for hey, look, you know, remember all that time I was helping you? Well, just come here a minute, because I just need a hand with this, right? And and this is what you can get out of it as well, you know. Draw, draw that person in with a bit of cheese. <laughs> um, and you, you build a positive community instead of always being just so low. Like, I think like a lot of the older players now don't want to help newer
1: players either. Like, I think they're all. I I think they're all burned out. Yeah. If if you've been been playing this game from the level you have to play it to do this level of like daily content (laughs) nine. I I mean, I mean Dado himself said, you know, hey, I've been doing this for almost a decade. Like, like everyone is burned out beyond burned out. Like it's no game was meant to be engaged with for this long every single day. Rookies.
3: I'd, I'd be interested to see how many hours that actually got logged in this game. You can look him up. I don't. I don't know what his I think stupid
2: his numbers are. Tag is. Just Datto, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you, but you've got to have his. But he's got multiple well, accounts like. too, so you're not going to really be getting an accurate number.
3: But I'd, I'd be interested to see because you know, like, there's people saying that, but. I'm still here. I'm still wanting to help somebody out. I, I still love taking people through the dungeons for the first time, raids, whatever. You yeah.
0: know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I get you. And I mean, like I replied to both of you are saying the problem is it's only for the long-term players. There's some feel that they're not being catered for and some feel that Bungie would rather keep the new players in rather than retaining some that have been here for like the longest possible time. And they have the largest voice sometimes. They are the ones that are the content creators that people follow, and. But again, if,
3: if, do you not think that's an issue? The fact that then, because so many people follow them, they become sheeple? Mm. And because, because he says that, well, I'm going to agree.
1: There is definitely, and there's definitely a level of the loudest voices aren't necessarily the majority. Like that's why I was sort of saying last week. I would love to see like what the numbers for strikes are. Because, you know, Bungie clearly yeah. sees, like, seasonal content, strike, manifold, Like, that's where the effort is going. Again, you know, those of us who have been doing this for nine years are going, I would never step foot in a strike. Why would I ever? But I'm curious, like, are, you know, we could very well be the mi- minority. and In fact, probably are the minority. Because, you know, everyone plays this game for something different. Like, we have the PvP folks who are like, listen, I don't care about the PvE side, except for going and getting a weapon to bring into PvP. Like, there's just, so there, you, it's just you know... Like Jez- There's there's well I mean there's so much of this game and we all play it differently. We all want something different out of it and we all approach it from that way of you know, I don't care about thing X, I just wanted to go do thing Y and maybe it's not even for the activity, maybe it's I want the exotic and I'm out. I want this weapon and I'm out. I'm hunting this role and I'm out. But what am I actually you know, like like what am I playing you know what am I playing Destiny for? Not to say, oh Destiny's terrible, why am I playing, but like what you know, when I turn on Destiny and I load into something what is my goal? What's my objective? Is it, is it to get that exotic? Is it, is, it, is it to find the weapon? And then is it to find the weapon to have it, to put it, put it in the vault on a pedestal? Is it to find the weapon to say, okay, now I can go into trials with it. Now I can break it into the raid. Now I can go knock out that GM. Now I can go finally have the armor piece I've been hunting to finish this build I've been working on. You know, it's like what is, what is your objective? Like what's your why for playing the game? Which is different from everybody. And yeah, totally different from a I've been at this for a year or I dip in and out of destiny versus I play destiny day in day out every single day for nine years.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've got nearly $6,000 in destiny too. And just, I I don't understand half the complaints.
0: No, I mean, I, I I don't as well. I mean, there's still so much for me to do in the game each week. I mean, I was still struggling to get everything done for the solstice. And I mean, I know that's because I prioritize like family time for the school holidays. Well, I mean, not forbid. just that,
2: but you're a perfectionist. You don't count. You and Dado are like, if I don't have 100%, then I have
3: a 0%. I, I have to 100% of it as well.
2: There you go. See, it's not just me. I, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the loot whore. Okay. That is what I am there for. <laughs> I'm a little that bit
3: of both. A- I have to have my collections filled out. I, I, I want to get. Every little bit of everything, like I remember, I'm sure it was Revelry where we had that thing where you you could, like, you got your grenades back real fast and whatnot. And there was a, a thing in your inventory that you could sort of pick what you were getting, whether it be like you know, your class ability back faster, your grenade ability back faster, or your melee ability back faster.
0: Yeah, I th- also think that was something that they did for the Halloween event as well. Maybe, Maybe uh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I remember that being a thing and. <laughs> just been utter boring going to Mars, starting escalation protocol, and throwing grenades into there's just like the hordes and hordes of thrall that would come out. Just to make sure that I had the uh the thing for the kills with every grenade. You know, like you've got like get a hundred fifty mm-hmm. kills, then you've got to get a hundred, then you've got to get two hundred, then you've got to have like five hundred kills and it sort of ticks off as you I, I remember using that for that very reason just so that I could complete that triumph. So
0: you were saying that this has been the first season for a long time that you've not bothered to kind of do a lot of the seasonal content. Yeah, I I still haven't completed it. (laughs) What were your main reasons behind that for this season in general?
3: I didn't feel like there was much need to play. You know, like once I'd gone into the dungeon and I'd done the dungeon and I was like, oh yeah, this is really good. I looked at the weapons and I was like, yeah, the weapons can roll good, but they're the same frame as this and well, I've got that. Under the same frame as that. And I've got that. And that role isn't as good as that one. And
0: So you weren't yeah. taken up with fishing or deep dives I've, or salvage. I've done more fishing than I probably have
3: anything else. <laughs> you know, I love fishing. When it first came out, I remember saying in in the Discord, you know, like, this is a fantastic thing for new for, for newer players to come and do. You know, like I've turned in legendaries and I've had, you know, Upgrade materials, turn in exotics, get upgrade materials. You know, it's like it's so easy to get some upgrade materials out of just sitting there and mindlessly doing nothing. And that, exotics. Yeah, and, and your exotics that you get. Yeah, brilliant. You know, thank you. I'll take them. And, and there's no need not to do it. You're passively just earning your beer anyway. You know, so you go off, you do your weekly things as a new player. You know what I mean? You're still looking for those good rolls. You're still looking for those exotics. You know, you're, you're still looking for materials to be able to masterwork your armor. Excellent. Get yourself some fishing
2: done. Because, yeah. or, or, hear me out. <laughs> don't. don't. Eh? Don't eh right? Eh?
3: <laughs> but uh, going and going and being able to get the ascendant shards. I haven't handed in that many exotics where I haven't got an ascendant shard at the side of the exotic. It, I, I, I'd say at least every other. It's like you know, here's an exotic from this ascend, uh, from this engram, and here's an ascendant shard.
2: I don't think I've gotten an ascendant shard from an, from uh... fishing. No, no. I don't know. At that point, oh, you're you said we sitting... you got that from fishing? Yeah.
3: So if you're just sitting there casting yes. your rod and then turning in a an exotic engram and it's like
2: oh well the exotic yeah, look, but I got the ascendant. Kid, yeah, we're talk about rods here, all right. So back at it, up, brother. Okay.
0: One thing I did hear that was quite interesting from the Destiny community podcast this week was from Miss Five Thousand Watts, and she was talking about you know the big Sony money that everyone was talking about and saying why haven't Bungie invested this into the game and right. and used. She, she actually kind of explained it pretty well. Are they making now, live action? No. The, Damn it. the problem is that Bungie was an independent studio. So with it being an independent studio, who do you think were the main shareholders of the independent studio? The employees. What do you mean? The employees of the studio. Oh, yeah. So who made, who made all that money when Sony bought the majority shareholding in Bungie? The board, heads of the studio. The employees and the heads of the studio. So it didn't go towards the game. It went towards the shareholders who don't, nothing to do with the game. It was Sony acquiring the rights to be the controlling share in Bungie. That's it. They haven't got like 3 billion sitting in a bank account just waiting to be spent. For new members of you know employees to be taken up, it's that was for the shareholders and if they had a lot of um a lot of shares in the company, then they made quite a lot of money, so good on them for what they did with their company and made a lot of money and hopefully make a lot of money going forward. but that doesn't answer the question of that we want p. v p stuff and we want gambit stuff and not just strike stuff.
1: Oh, really? So, so they did what every corporation does, created shareholder value. Not surprising.
0: Well, it, it explains where the money's gone, yep. so that people can't then say they've got all this money just sitting there, which if somebody have come out and said that a long time ago, you would have had less people on Twitter going, well, they've got this $3 billion kind of well, investment, and it's not. Are you sure, though? Because people still would have gone...
1: Yeah, yeah, but but they sell money because people are going to scream about everything, no matter what. That's
0: what social media is. Should Sony invest more money into the studio? Yes, because it is a, a live service game, and they didn't have a live service game beforehand. So they should definitely invest more money into the game to make more PvP maps, more more of a thing of Gambit. Make it this big thing. Make you know, make there be tournaments of make Bungie great again. Yeah, make Bungie... Yeah, hashtag make Bungie code again.
3: But does Sony but you know, care I mean, or do they just want the knowledge? Well, they,
2: they... Well, yeah, I mean... Why would you address the company that you know not oh, want to succeed? Because, because as
3: Parody yeah. said last week, Sony didn't have a live service game yep. and they wanted yep. to know how does this work. So does Sony truly care about Bungie? Or did Sony just say, no, 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 we just want to know how that
1: works no, 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 Sony cares very much about Bungie. Do they care about Destiny? Well, they, yeah. This, this, this was, you know, you know, the term aqua hire, you know, acquiring, hiring. It's basically, yeah. you have expertise. You've been running a successful game for nine years as a live service game. We have zero of those. We'd like to learn how you did that. So we're going to buy you to learn how you did that so then we can do that more. So they yeah. care very much about Bungie. How much they care about Destiny? I mean, obviously some. It still makes money. It's, It's, I mean... They, you know, they threw Destiny into the uh, not whatever the PlayStation version of Game Pass is. I think they said like for six months or something, it's going into the like free or the free game thing on PlayStation. Sorry, don't have a PlayStation. Don't know what it's uh, called. Yeah, the PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Plus. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, again, they're like, here, here. You know, you know, it was on Game Pass for a while, you know, went off Game Pass, obviously. You know, hey, we're going to throw into the, into the PlayStation bucket to say, hey, a bunch of new people bring us. I mean, you know, they're still bringing people into the game. You don't you know, you don't bring people into a game when you're like, yeah, we're going to turn this off in a year. Like, there's there's still a plan for Destiny. It's just what Sony's plan is for it and what Bungie's plan it for is it is different. And yeah, Sony is very interested in Bungie. How interested are they in Destiny? How interested are they in Marathon? We'll see. Yeah. But Bungie, I mean, very interested. Misworded, but
3: yeah, I mean, does do, do Sony genuinely yeah. care about Destiny? Probably not. You know, at the, the, the end of the day, they the more than likely just bought this because, as I said, they wanted to know how to do the live service game, not because they wanted the game.
1: They want
0: the profit from the game, too. It yeah. still makes money. all business. Respawn and Noble, is there anything else that was from the state of the game that you wanted to bring up this week? And I don't know. Bungie's... <laughs> I, <didn't... laughs> I know you didn't Reespawn read
1: it. has no idea what was in the state of the game, so if we haven't told him right now, he has no idea what they've done to the Hunters.
2: I don't know what opinion I should have!
1: Um, I'm trying to, trying to think of what we haven't actually
3: discussed of what was in the state of the game. To be honest,
2: well, Mike, the other day we started talking about. He's talking about more, more exotic changes and more class changes, but we didn't actually get into it at that point. Uh, so. That wasn't the
3: state of the game, though. That, no, that was that, that's to come. Yeah, that was, uh, that was
2: this week that you haven't read yet either. You should have a preview coming. Uh,
1: yeah, the, honestly, the state of the game. You know, all you know, the cosmetic favoring. No longer having to grind through to get your stasis stuff unlocked. Wish ender removing the three discs from your uh That's a really nice quest, change. Uh, yeah.
3: I will say that, that is a really nice change because like I did I, I helped someone get their wish ender this week. And it, it was it's it's always so annoying having to go in, get to Sherido to pick up the what was obviously the start of the quest, to then literally go to Warbit, reset, go back in and do it all over again. It it, it it kind of feels like a pointless trip.
2: Yep. Going on a trip in my favorite rocket ship. Let's go, Bungie. Are we excited for DMT to become craftable? No. Okay. they nerfed it so much. Why would you be excited? I literally couldn't get less oh, DMT. So, that's why I'm asking.
1: It's, <laughs> yeah. it, it was not an, even absolutely. a little...
3: It, it was a brilliant weapon when it came out, but you know what? It just, like respawn said, it just got hit so many times. It's uh, uh, what's the point in it anymore?
2: Yeah. It's like, oh, you're still good, hammer. Oh, you're still good, hammer. Oh, you're still good, hammer. Just like guys, you can craft this bent nail now, eh? You want? Yeah. You, you don't? You don't <laughs> want the bent nail? Why don't? Why don't you want the bent nail? It's still metal. It's the, well, you could. I mean, I guess if you if you crafted it it, it, it would be a little bit straighter. But I mean, in the end, it's
0: it, it's. I mean, it's it's metal, guys, right? It's still the nail. Come on, yep. what the nail, right? So, other things that respawn might have missed this week was Destiny Two update seven point one point five point three, which were battlegrounds. The unstoppable champion kills are now properly counting in the subs battlegrounds. Moon Nightfall trials of osiris i know you're interested in this one respawn super. the <laughs> drop rates for the memoriam a ghost at, from trials have been improved and general players are now able to claim it's in the cards reward from soraya hawthorne Ooh. Ah. yeah
2: no i'm super excited i'm really excited about the about the that one title that you can never be behind in the game for your entire card uh to get that that's that's super excited for that one yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah okay yeah but i suppose w- we could move into the dev insight for season 22 abilities and armor changes preview okay w- would you like to take us through that one respawn because sure. i know you haven't read it <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off <laughs> starts time. off with the hunter so it i it think does. you'd be really interested Vox, Aikilo, what i'm what actually quite means. interested in in the hunter change oh, actually because I am yeah. a fan of the Knucklehead Radar, and I'm also a fan of the Foe Tracer. I'm a fan of what they're doing to that. I'm uh-huh. a fan of the, the combination, mm. and then a fan oh, of there's... maybe what the Foe Tracer is going to become. So, Respawn, yep. take yeah. it away. Hunters,
2: Knucklehead Radar. The functionality of the Foe Tracer exotic helmet has been completely removed from that exotic and added to Knucklehead Radar on top of its existing benefits. Okay, kind of cool. For Tracer, we took some cues from the popular monochromatic Maestro Artifact perk for per this one. When you deal damage with one of your abilities, you gain a damage bonus with weapons that have damage types matching your subclass damage type. That's a lot of words. Um. Additionally, when you defeat an enemy, you damage with one of your abilities. Jesus. Either with another ability or with a weapon with a damage type matching your subclass type. You will spawn one of the collectible objects associated with your sub Collectible objects, such as like I had a tra- a, a oh, that. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See. Is that a whole paragraph going to be mm. on the knucklehead now?
0: <laughs> no, no. That's going to be on the photo tracer or the Foe yeah. tracer? So, so they the said they took the photo tracer and put
2: In it on the knucklehead, knucklehead radar now.
0: I'm yeah. so, so the knucklehead so radar. Two of them. Are they the same, same thing? Well, No. Yeah. Knucklehead radar at the moment provides radar up when you're aiming down sights and enhances your radar resolution while you're crouched. So it goes to the the smaller kind of triangles. Mm -hmm. So what they're going to do is incorporate the faux tracer, which has the relentless tracker. So you'll get what you already get with the knucklehead radar. So you'll get your radar up at all times and you'll still get the crouch. You'll get the smaller triangles, but you're also going to get visually marked targets deals more damage to low health mark targets and provides a small benefit to airborne effectiveness stat of a weapon, so you're getting all of that in one that's going to be cool for the hunters and- especially in, that new, in play
2: honestly,
0: especially in that new game mode checkmate uh yeah that actually okay, I'll give you that
2: uh lucky raspberry uh this exotic was a little too unreliable in its current form. So we've taken a crack at streamlining its energy gains. Oops, that's not the right button. Um, while leaving some of its benefits intact. The exotic still expands the chaining capabilities of aqual grenades, but now, instead of basing the grenade energy gains on those chains, each time you damage an enemy with the lightning strikes from the jolted condition. Wait. But now yeah. instead of basing the grenade energy gains on those chains. Each time you damage them with lightly strikes from your tolted addition, as well as each time you pick up an ionic trace, you gain additional grenade energy. We also So grenades- at the moment,
0: it increases the chaining capability of arc bolt grenades and has a chance to recharge it each time it deals damage. A full chain always recharges it. Okay. So this is the one where you, if, if you get enough hits on it, you can literally get a, a full grenade back. Yeah, so they need two just grenades, so back. odds
2: are you're going to get your grenade back as long as you're hitting stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're, you're going to get so much more kind of with the ionic traces and more hits and being jolted. That's going to be an interesting one to look at for, like, GMs and things like that.
2: And, of course, they because of champions, they've also given this grenade the intrinsic ability to stun overload champions. Uh. Renewal Grasps. We've undone... I to need
1: you to break this one down for me. There's there's a (laughs) lot here to to understand.
2: We've undone the previous Nerve to Dustfield grenade cooldowns when using this exotic.
3: Yay. That's actually not a bad change. Like you say, yay. But, I mean, all you need to do there is have a look at
2: what a Stasis grenade can do. You throw a Stays I know and, and the and, renewal grasps the yeah. wasn't this the one that turned you
3: into a turtle yeah uh, yeah, this is the one that you it's it's the dome thing isn't it and it if if you're in, if you if you throw a champion, you're looking at if if that champion's in there properly, the slow effect is going to affect a overload champion, and if it's in there even longer, you could end up with it being frozen, break the freeze, and you've shattered it, which is your unstop. So it's actually not that bad of a change.
2: Yeah, I know, but it was no because uh PvP mostly people were tired of uh hunters having all that defense while shooting outside of their bubble. Yeah. Their mini bubble. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: you know, for 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 the likes of me and you putting that yeah putting that nerf back,
2: that's a brilliant change. No, I get it. I get it, but it was just like, I don't he know. Yeah. Been, he I, it should have never been is merged a good the first I agree. Yeah, I get yeah, that. They, yeah.
3: they
1: smash pieces into the ground, and now they're unsmashing it a little bit. Yeah. But it's the
3: same every time, though, isn't it? Do you not think, like, that generally they'll release something, and they'll be like, ah, look, here, have this, and it's stupid. Stupid good gives you that <laughs> ultimate power fantasy, and then they go like, ah,
1: mm-hmm. no, and they hit it was too good. It was still too yeah. good. You know, see DMT talk from thirty seconds ago. Yeah. It was really good. Now it's less good. Hey, now we're gonna make it more good again, yeah, and then they
3: bring it, it back up slowly but surely. You know what I mean? Until it ends up in just the a, a reasonable place, unless it's a striker titan. Yep.
1: And now my hunter will actually be able to have stasis theoretically by not having to go through the whole quest and can just go to to what's face on Europa and just pick up all the aspects of fragments. And
3: yeah, that does kind of make me mad a little bit, but at the same time, it doesn't. Be, I <laughs> think of like, all the finishes that I have to do with, uh-huh. you know, with people affected by stasis, and I'm like, oh, uh, so
1: oh I see, just you buy you them. Just, just, just wait long enough, and Bungie will give it to you. <laughs> just that's that's to my half, strategy yes. <laughs> for everything. You have to go take this Whisper of the Worm and do it. No, you don't. You can just wait. Just wait, and eventually you can have it. Will I ever use it? No,
0: but I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love whisper.
0: Mm. <laughs> so, parody. What are they doing to our beloved Titans?
1: Uh, let's see. Well, they're taking our Icefall Mantle, our Doomfang Pauldrons, our Path of the Burning Steps, and the Eternal Warrior. And That's uh, a know, they, they they did some changes, but they they didn't really, or they added an escalating bonus to both the arc and Solar weapons. So when you get killed with those damage types, uh, we like this, and that they gave us players a way to get the surge like bonuses. But the Eternal Warrior still was not good because it never will be. Uh, And they wanted to give it a more reliable way to get up to tier four damage. So they made some more changes for those. So Icefall Mantle is going to grant you an escalating bonus to stasis damage types with your weapons when getting rapid stasis kills. When you activate your class ability, you immediately gain the highest tier bonus. So uh, have stasis on, use stasis, get kills with stasis for more stasis goodness.
3: The but don't want to, but don't want to do it too much because we're going to nerf barricades.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but you, what, your iceful mantles are something completely different, though, aren't they? No,
3: no, they're the one that turn your barricade into an overshield.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. if you, which we're going yeah, to, you smash it. your barricade usage to make them able to be useless. But if you're using an overshield and then you've got an escalating damage bonus on top of that for popping your shield, so you've you've got a shield on top of you're, you have um, existing shields and like health, and you're using a stasis weapon. You are going to be an unkillable tank.
3: I don't, yeah, but bear in mind you can barely move as well because it it, it turns you into a great big glacier, do not it? That gets slowed down.
0: As long as they can do it, yeah. That's the whole point. People were worried about Titans popping their barricade when they're trying to capture a point in Trials of Osiris. They're now just going to be on the capture point, popping their <laughs> ice full mantles, and going, "Come at me, bro!" Yeah, and saying, "I'm I'm going to stand here. You come
1: to me, and I'll mow you down." Just yeah. peeking.
3: I'm not sure with that one. I'm not sure how viable it's going to be because all it's going to take is one person with a sniper rifle, which is quite prominent in the likes of Trials of Osiris, to mm-hmm. take your brains sniper out of your mate, head. and you're done. Yeah, take brains yeah, out the but... back of your head because you can't move out that way. You're going to be looking you're going to be like, Oh no, there's a red light over there. And by the time you've even your Titans even thought
1: about moving,
0: yeah. But if you use a stasis sniper rifle, you can probably get a body shot and get a good kill on that. Let's be mm, honest. There, there's maybe. three
1: people out here that are excited about using the icefall mantles anyway. That have thoughts about that. The rest of us going, "Yep, that's a thing you could certainly do." <laughs> Uh, you, <laughs> your, your doomfang pauldrons are going to grant an escalating bonus to void damage when uh, getting void rapid kills. So when you get a void melee kill, you immediately get the highest uh, level of void damage. So okay. use doomfang pauldrons for void to get more void. So maybe it gives you a reason to use them.
3: i think you super yeah. faster.
1: Uh, our path of the burning steps getting a grenade solar kill, or sorry, solar grenade kill, will now grant the highest level of uh, solar weapon damage. So, doomfang pauldrons, but for fire. I feel like they
3: could be all right, you know, because as well, not only you're going to get that escalated damage, but you're going to be able to be at a step st- in the up. You're going to be in the sunspot.
1: Yeah, and in the sunspot, give your friend sunspot to then also do more yeah. damage for solar. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm all for things that feed back into each other. Is it enough to make me use any of these versus something else? Maybe, but. I I can I mean, see there maybe being a situation where if I need to use all the void or all the solar then it reinforces. But Yeah. But I in mean, Path of the Burning Steps, just it, it could come in handy for mm-hmm. certain things. It it
3: could overtake the likes of Lordly Splendor for people that, you know, are using a lot of solar.
1: Yeah, it at mm-hmm. least gives you a choice and we'll touch on another solar thing here in a minute, but uh internal warrior, uh the exotic only Grants the highest tier bonus automatically when your super ends, which is a rare occurrence. The duration of the arc damage, sorry, the duration of the arc weapon damage bonus from your Fist of Havoc super ends have been extended to 30 seconds up from 10 seconds. So basically, you'll get the arc bonus from Eternal Warrior after your super ends for 30 seconds now instead of 10 seconds, but your super still has to end. So, cool. So it's a worse version of the Path of the Burning Steps than Doomfang Paltrons Again, why would I use that exactly? So you can look ugly. Yeah, but you remembered it existed. That is
3: an ugly helmet.
1: Uh, ACDO feedback fence. uh, They're just going to completely rework it. So that was the one where today you get punched and whoever punches you hurts you. Or sorry, whoever punches you gets hurt. Is basically, I have spines on me and I'm going to hurt you when you punch me. Uh, we're getting a complete mechanical rework and it now ties on the armor charge system, increasing its versatility and making it more useful in scenarios, we hope. Uh, <laughs> so they're going to completely take off the old perk. So it's a, a complete rework. So it will no longer do what it does today. So when a melee hits you, you get an armor charge and you'll take reduced melee damage when you have that armor charge. Taking melee damage causes you to mis- emit a burst of. Damaging arc energy, which also jolts targets, consuming the armor charge and dealing damage based on the number of armor charge stacks you have. So by we're going to take away the existing perk, we mean we're going to take the existing perk, turn it into arc and let it jolt people. More jolt based on how many stacks of armor charge you have from zero to three. So it basically does the same thing, except it jolts now.
3: That's the way it read to me.
1: I was like, we've completely reworked it. Oh well, no, we didn't. But that's okay. We we give it an arc flavor. We kind of reworked it. Yeah, we, we it was a mechanical rework. We we, we thought about like screws reworking and bolts. It. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's got brand new washers, brand new screws, we've tightened all the bits. It's it's great now. Yeah. Uh the Halifire Heart uh is not as good as the Heart of Inmost Light because you have to have your super up for the Halifire Heart to be useful. So to rem- remedy that, we've removed its base energy to solar abilities and replaced it with a perk that lets you build more into sunspots. So we're now going to have a third sunspot exotic. We think you'll like seeing this more sunspots on the battlefield as a result, as the perk has greatly increased your ability regen when you're super. So it's still going to increase your ability regen speed, you know, drastically while your super is charged. Downside is you can't use your super, and they're going to do something with sunspots. So basically, they're going to give you a, hal- a reason to use the Halo Heart other than just holding on to your solar super and having your abilities regen quicker. But they're not saying what they're doing with sunspots. So why would I use this over lowerly or Path of the Burning Steps? We'll find out, because now you we're going to have three sunspot exotics. Is. Yeah. So again, reserving judgment until we know what it actually does. I mean, I'm excited to have sunspots be more useful and, and then not be lowerly or nothing. But again, it just depends on how this is going to work and what it's going to do and what I can build into. I mean, there's potential it's, there, but it's actually the background. original no. one-eyed mask. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm happy they're at least making these changes. They're touching these exotics versus going, yep, it's there. Nobody uses it, and we're going to keep it there.
3: I, love that. I mean, I don't think that's been touched since it came out.
1: No, they were like, I mean, that and the Eternal Warrior. They were like, yep, we released these. Good. But I mean, Halify heart. When it when, that, that was that was my
3: my you know armor piece of choice year one. Mm-hmm.
2: What does that one off. do? I know I know it had like the flame in the chest, like the actual super fast,
1: flame. super fast regen for all your abilities once you're charged. So you you could basically oh, wow. get your super as quickly as possible and then throw a bunch of grenades, through, use a bunch of barricades, melee a bunch of things. It basically just buffed your recharge for everything, at the expense of holding onto your super and not using it.
3: Interesting. Yeah, I mean it made it really good for like I used to use it a lot in um escalation protocol,
1: for example. Because mm, yeah it was anything you could get super quickly.
3: Yeah. It <laughs> absolutely amazing. Because you know, you had a hunter out there that had I mean it was Escalation Protocol, you're talking about pre nerf of what do you call those pants that hunters have for tether Look,
2: tether pants. Oh the the Orpheus rigs.
3: That's it. You're talking about pre pre-nerf Orpheus rigs, where Orpheus and Riggs used to like, you know, will come out and instantly give you twenty yards of light.
2: <laughs> you <I'm> know just... <laughs> I was thinking about the Orpheus Riggs the other day too, because uh my son, he got a new book and it was about uh mythology or whatever. And Orpheus is associated with snakes, right? That's why there's snakes all over the pants. Yep. But the story of Orpheus and what the what the pants do are Nothing compared to each other. I'm like, how did you make this connection, Bungee? Do you just want to put snakes on there and call it Orpheus Rings? What the hell? Yes. <laughs> yes, 100%. They did. Yeah, 100 percent
1: Jeez.
2: But I yeah, you know,
3: like it, it they were just so good because you could just throw a grenade absolutely everywhere every two seconds. You know, I mean melting point. That was that's a that's a thing. I don't know if anybody remembers melting point because nobody uses it anymore. But, but like that would be a debuff because it was just free and readily available every sort of you know six seven seconds, and it didn't take you heavy ammo.
1: It exists, and
3: it was just—it was such a good exotic, and then it just got left back there in the corner, to just you know,
1: yeah. hanging out with the rest of the list. We just—it got, it got it,
3: yeah, it got given the dirty <laughs> dancing treatment, didn't it? It just got put in the corner.
1: And now we've got some warlock changes. Sh- shall we have our our
0: guest warlock appreciator? I won't call you a warlock main, but warlock appreciator. <laughs> oh yeah, I, th- I think warlock appreciator should should take his his warlocks for a ride.
3: Oh man, I've forgotten which some of these were now. that we find the
2: thing.
0: You told me you'd made. Yeah, but I only made the notes think... about the ones that I cared about. <laughs> Yellow okay, so. <Yo>, same. No. <laughs> you didn't make notes, don't even try and con us you made notes. You didn't even read it. <laughs> no, if that's made... true. If, if I had read it, something.
2: I would have made notes about the things I cared about, even if they were yeah, mental notes.
3: So <laughs> anyway, right, I know Astrocyte Verse is getting a... that That's getting a, a new sort of perk uh, given to it, so like, you can blink. So don't just guess it.
1: What? A couple, couple of them, apparently. Don't just guess it. So, so, so if you made notes on the Astrocyte Verse, they did edit it on the 9th at 11 a.m. Pacific, so they made a note on Wednesday, apparently. Which is uh, yeah,
0: the same day. They yeah, put it out same
1: day. But now it says something different than it said originally.
3: Oh, at least they've changed it. Then that that could throw me completely out, and I could be just telling lies here.
1: Yeah. Well, they've <laughs> added two more pieces of functionality to the exotic. First, enemies near you when you blink become volatile. They go. And
3: That's when you're nice. using
1: your when you're using your Nova Warp Super, which nobody is, the Dark Blink ability no longer consumes your Super Energy. So That's... maybe people will use it. That's something that I was actually d-
3: discussing with somebody. Right? Is that blink during the super going to do the same when you're wearing Sight Verse as your standard blink? So if you use the super's blink, Maybe. is that going to cause all those enemies to become volatile? That would be nice. Because I mean, like, it's, that that could become like quite good. Add clear. Yeah. If that's a thing. Yeah.
1: It would give Nova Warp a reason to exist. Yeah. Because I mean Indeed. I've I've I love the idea of
0: Nova Warp.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. You'd look at it and you'd consider it, like that 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 could be alright, that.
0: I, I did enjoy using it when we had Iron Banner Rift. That was quite mm. cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing people try to
1: use it in PvP and going, no, no, you might as well just run at me with an Arc Titan before they buff them last with the Striker and just go, I'm going to murder you out of this before you get here. Yeah, I'm not... I've, I've never been a, a fan.
3: But, you know, with a rework and that after sight verse thing, hmm, could be all right. I wouldn't want to take it into a GM, but, you know.
1: We'll give that one a meh on the meh scale. Yeah. <laughs> What do we feel about the Geomag stabilizers? Do you feel more max stabilized? Mm, not
3: really. I
1: mean, they were—they were just.
2: I mean, uh, you got to read it. Room <laughs> for <all> them. <laughs> some the It is for you to read it, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't find it. <laughs> well, while we've often heard calls to restore the perk that lets you top off your super energy by sprinting, or not the 22. legacy that the legacy of that incentive still creates some pretty silly play patterns instead we wanted to give players a way to get more super energy no matter how charged their super is now picking up an ionic trace while wearing this exotic will grant guardians additional super energy i kind of thought it already did that okay
1: i do kind of like that because you can you can create some silly ionic traces especially on a warlock hmm I, I do,
3: yeah, I do, G- I even if you get the away. super
2: more often, it doesn't change the fact that the super is kind of ass now, dude. Yeah, but well, the you
3: know? what made it good in the first place, though. Yeah, I
2: think, mean, know? I mean, yeah. well, no, because it was good on its own. Geomags just made it super Saiyan. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I mean, the, the super back in the day hit hard, right? And if you could hit hard for twice as long and top off your super during a sprint that's what made it really really good you know and then they had the 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 builds back there where you would get your super back every what eight seconds i think it was at the peak you'd get it back every eight seconds but yeah so you know that's that's what made it good is because the super was already good at its base right Now, even if you change the geomags with this so you can get your super back more often, well, congratulations, it's still not a great super. At least not for PvE, unless you're ad clearing, right? For PvP, hell, the last time I was hit by one, it one-shot me, like, just kind of, like, scanning over me. I don't know if it's still that strong in PvP. If it is that strong, maybe that's a reason. But you can't, no, because you can't do, hold on, in PvP, you can't drop, uh... I traces. I had a traces, can you? So this change doesn't affect PVP at all. So in essence this is a PvE change to a super that nobody's using anyway.
3: And to be honest, why would you use it over Fallen Sunstar? Over what? Fallen Sunstar.
2: Fallen Sunstar?
3: Yeah. Which creates all the traces. Yeah, oh, yeah. And like
2: a a lot more of them. Well, um, I, I don't know anything about it. The only one yes. like, that concerns me is the one that makes your head look like a landing strip.
1: That's, so that's yeah, the Yeah, t- that's Yeah, for the trace rifles. Yeah, the Fallen Sunstar, you can absolutely stand in the new dungeon with a risk runner in the, the part where you have to go swimming underneath to get the map pieces and just stand there and just create traces and just unload on people. It's wonderful. Really? <laughs> you, yeah, you it's just ridiculously stand there. good. You can stand there and be Morpheus of the Matrix and just say, Come to "No," me. And, that's it. <laughs> and you can just stand there and go, "I got this." You guys, you guys do whatever you need to do. I have this whole room. Wizards don't care. Nothing don't care. I am a wow. Lord of arc. It is wonderful.
2: That's kind of nutty.
1: Yeah, it's real good. Works works well with the centrifuge too.
2: Risk Runner, I
1: you know. I don't need to sing its praises, but the centrifuge also can be lots of fun. If you keep moving and you just jolt everything and you're creating traces, oh, it is. You want to talk power fantasy, that is that is peak power fantasy.
3: It works really well with, um, But, but I, th- I think, better than uh, Centrifuge is the arch trace rifle. Which one is it? The one that, Cold Heart, that's it. Is
2: that the stasis? Isn't Cold Heart the stasis one?
3: No, Cold uh, Heart's the
1: arc one
2: cold cold heart it it, it's frozen like it's stasis but it's actually that's why it's confusing
1: for you yeah i yeah i don't use any of the trace rifles yeah
2: it was the it was the exotic (laughs) you got from pre-purchasing destiny 2 yep that's right
1: cold heart yeah
2: yeah (laughs) you would you would think
3: it should be the stasis (laughs) one
2: no, no, I mean, not, they should change it to stasis now that stasis is a thing. It makes sense. I mean, after all, it's not like you're not used to changing lore and weapons, Bungie. I'm still sure about that. I'm never not going to gonna be, be sure fair. I'm, I am going to throw this out there
3: and say, at least in Destiny 2, we have never had a weapon completely taken off of us.
2: Completely taken off? You mean removed from the game? Yep. Well, I mean, no, technically, you're correct, but at the same time, um, there are weapons that you can't get anymore if you mess so that the, that that's is. kind of the same thing there and is. then, even if they don't actually take it away from you, if they nerf it to the point to where you're better off shooting spit out of a straw, then they might as well have taken it
3: well i mean did did, did you ever use pocket infinity because they nerfed that and nerfed it and nerfed it and nerfed it. Pocket so, Infinity and is tried like
2: your, your, th- your throwable melee, right?
3: No, Pocket Infinity no. was a weapon in Destiny 1 that they just...
1: Fusion rifle in D1?
3: Yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they tried kicking that thing <laughs> right to the ground and it just kept standing
1: up and headbutted
3: them.
2: I mean, <laughs> that's just the Telesto treatment. Telesto refuses no. to die, you know...
1: No. Right? What, do you think every... telesto... what do you think Telesto... Listen...
3: Right, I was Pocket gonna say, Infinity every game walked... has a fusion
2: rifle oh, that's so stubborn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah the pocket, pocket infinity would it, it definitely gave telesto a run for its money
2: plot twist <laughs> telesto is pocket infinity
3: <laughs> <laughs> i i think telesto is to be fair i do think it is pocket infinity but the that sort of managed to turn it in by this point we obviously telesto is a destiny one weapon and i think telesto in destiny one came out with the taken king didn't it uh
2: you know what i don't even know why i'm trying to remember who am i to remember these
3: <laughs> <laughs> and i do think that you know like Tel- telesto was like uh, yeah we we be kind of fixed pocket infinity and but kind of gonna let you have it back and it's gonna be telesto and it's just it's still broken
1: now, now that you said it, you've, you've awakened Pocket Infinity. It's going to come back to haunt us. <laughs> I love that one so much. It's going to show up in the game, but you're going to go. we don't know how it got here.
2: <laughs> I loved it. It was did, brilliant. Did, the, the, the devs are having a meeting. Did you do it? Nope. Did you do it? Nuh-uh. Did you do it? Nope. Who the <laughs> hell did it? <laughs> this,
1: this code even in the game? What is it <laughs> up to?
4: Right, well, oh, it it's going, going
2: to be like when to to
3: overtook the game and just put itself everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Listen, I'm, I, I am Telesto There is nothing else. See, Bungie thinks Sony thinks they bought Bungie. They actually just bought Telesto you know, three, three Telestos in a trench coat is Bungie.
2: That's all it is. It's all Telescos all the way down. <laughs> that imagery, though, think about that imagery for a second. Just three mm-hmm. Telestos in a trench coat. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Oh, God. With, with two legs as pocket infinity <laughs> there you go <sighs> so the wing of sacred dot <laughs> leaning into the the non telesto orbital weapons platform fantasy uh they wanted players to be able to have a way to stay aloft even longer especially in target rich pve environments oh, God. uh you know unfortunately more or less had to reload which is the rain, main reason that it caused their float to end So, the Wings of Sacred Dawn will now automatically reload your solar weapons, including the weapon you are holding, from reserves each time you get a kill while aiming down sights. Try this one out with Xenophage. So, they took your AC-130 and they made it a better AC-130 with
2: solar that doesn't need to reload? I mean, it sounds like it, but... uh, Like, somebody who plays Warlock, actually all three of you, I guess, right? Why... Why is it a good idea, or why did Bungie think it was a good idea to make Warlocks the this, this C 130? I understand in PvP, a lot of people don't look up. I get that, right? But in PvE, the enemies know you're there, right? And anything outside of a strike, if you're floating in the air, you're dead in like two seconds. You know? In
3: Ghost of the Deep, I use, I float about in the air in that. Do you know? Yeah, some braces snap. Float about in the air, all the time that you're in the air gives you your abilities back, which means you snap, you throw your grenades, your grenades are giving you your snap back, you snap again, you throw your grenades again, and then all you have to do, for if you are even remotely getting low on health, is you have Phoenix Dive, and you just dive down and you've got your health back again, jump again, off you go.
1: So just because they can see you doesn't mean they're still alive to do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all those grenades
3: that, you know, it has a tendency to jolt those enemies about, not jolt like they do with Ark, but, you know, they, they do sort of jump okay. around. The no, there's some enemies. Sense, right? Yeah, you go to
2: the ground with grenades, you know, I get that, right? But, like, all these things were like, you get more accuracy while, in, like, all these gun, air-based builds are not going to do you any good in PvE, you know?
3: I, I read it and I didn't really understand the ending with this, um, you know, try, try this with Xenophage. I, I sort of read that and I thought, who's using Xenophage against things that are going to die in one shot?
2: Right.
3: You know, like, Xenophage is generally for, like, your champion or your boss. It's it's not for your acolyte. This,
1: um, this feels like Bungie's bungie's attempt to give the warlocks an actium war rig of of give you something you don't have to reload in certain situations so it's not quite a full actium war rig but it's on on the way there you know jump jump up be in the air use all actium the soul Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. actium sausage links <laughs> instead of a full war pig <laughs> yeah it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's something. I mean, I, I don't think anyone's going to say, you know, don't give me the ability not to have to reload because it breaks my immersion and my float. <laughs> I don't know. Winter's Guile. Longer. So due to the nature of the Stasis Warlock's melee ability, the exotic was previously a disappointing choice for that subclass. So they give it a new perk. When you're playing with one of your... When, when you're playing with your Stasis subclass, not one of your Stasis subclasses, there's only one... Now combatants encased by your penumbral blast melee will automatically shatter after a short delay. So you can just encase everyone, stand there, look at your watch, and watch them die. Versus having to then go back by and kill them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you can just you can just walk by and go, you'll be dead soon. Just wait for it. And just continue Ooh. on your merry way. Again, game like could could be could be all right against certain champions yeah Yeah, i mean i I don't think i don't think the stasis warlock needs any help necessarily (laughs) no absolutely
2: not (laughs) turrets anybody turrets you get a turret and 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 how many can you have up i think i've seen like five up at a time or something like that i think the maximum
3: you can have turret wise i think it's three
1: three Yeah, yeah yeah I heard somebody that had a build with six going, but that may have been with multiple people running it. Uh, I don't remember all the details, but yeah. But but if you've got three warlocks with three turrets, uh, yeah, yeah you, you can just you can just hang out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we used to do it in um, Glassware. We used to do two stasis
3: warlocks and just lock that entire... You know, like when you go in on the, on the Glassware Nightfall and there's the little room on the left-hand side, just lock that down with stasis turrets and it was...
1: Yeah. You just but you just built a necromancer class at that point. You're like, I'm just <laughs> going to stand here and and let let my turrets do the work for me.
2: Yeah, I'm thank god they don't move job. though, right? I mean, yeah, they track, but can you imagine <laughs> if the little, little efforts had you're legs on
1: sentient. them?
2: <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> okay, so if if you use the colony grenade launcher with your stasis turret, then you can load <laughs> your turret onto the...
3: <laughs> put the spider on the turret.
2: I would, oh, I would, oh. I would pay to see that. I would pay to see somebody just like, Bungie, just like one of those one of the YouTube clips where the game glitches out just once. I would to see a turret on top of like a, a spider, a, a spider nade.
1: Yeah, you oh, wouldn't give us that because that's that's silly gameplay. And we don't we don't do that here. We are very serious gamers here in Destiny Land. Only yes. serious gameplay, indeed. So that was that was the end of our next round of exotic changes. So that's what they're giving to us. And they're going to, you know, they, they basically said, hey, we're going to be doing more exotic changes as we look at the other selection of things that nobody has touched for four years. Because why would you? <laughs> uh, but we're going to do some ability changes because, you know, it's a new season. So why not? Do, do anyone want to take us through what the ability changes are going to be? The ability changes.
2: Uh, is Hunter's first again?
1: I mean, I mean, there's just ability preview, so it's everybody. Okay, I'll take a look.
2: There's a mix of everything. Here we go. All right. hey, folks, combat gameplay team here to run through the abilities changes coming with season twenty two later this month. Twenty two. Good God! Before we get into the actual changes, let's go over our goals for the season. Number one, reduce the uptime and potency of barricade abilities, particularly in high level PvP activities. Oh, great! We nerfed the life. Now we're giving it back. Thank you, Bungie. My life just got so much better. Uh, Reduce the potency of striker tight and high-level PvP activities, both in neutral game and when supers come up. Thank you. Correct the one-size-fits-all nature of suspend in the combat sandbox. What does that mean? You can suspend everything
1: all the time, and there's no real difference in it. One suspend works the same way on your your smallest thrall and your biggest uh, ogre.
2: I'm okay with that. Don't touch that. Leave it the hell alone.
1: <laughs> I think it's
3: as well because of like you know like you can suspend overloads and you can suspend barriers and you can suspend
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, yes leave it like that. Yeah, I mean I can kind of see what they're getting at, but at the same time, yeah, leave it like that.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, no. If you want, if you want to change it, make it so that we can actually suspend some roaming bosses. Hmm. Got some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> to
3: pop a barricade and just tell Riven to shut up.
2: No, not even just Riven, but like, (laughs) but like, uh, no, because Riven's not, Riven's not, no, 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 I'm talking about like the witch queen. (laughs) You know, when you fight her, and like it's her tangible body, you just suspend her and she's like, well,
3: damn. (laughs) So you don't want to suspend Riven and tell her to shut up.
2: Riven is huge. I don't care. One
3: size fits all, mate. Let's go for it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you don't even see her whole body unless you're falling. That's Doesn't the only time matter. you yeah. see her whole body.
3: She's about to be, she's about to be like that again when she gets suspended. So can I can have a look?
2: <laughs> suspend, <laughs> suspend the
1: bits you care about. The rest of the body, fine. We don't care. Just you know, suspend the parts that are going to hurt you.
2: <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. Leave, leave Strand alone. Strand is, it's in a good place. I don't. I don't. I don't want to mess with Strand. Leave it alone. Stop touching things, Bungie. Stop! Well, they're all. please.
1: Well, they're also going to rebalance the strand ass, fragments, and uh, you know, bring up the bad ones and uh, smash up the smash down the good ones. Damn because it. it's bungie. Damn it! What if I mean, I I think, do if we have they bungie. ever
3: realize that the bad ones are bad and we don't use them for a reason? Because the the bad, and they don't do anything that's worthwhile.
1: Because we're too busy using the good ones, so clearly we need to bring the good ones down too. Otherwise, we get power creep forever. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but when they say uh, they're going to buff, well, like, we're going to buff this one, it's like, yeah, but it's, it, how much you buff it? It's, it's, it's still rubbish. We don't want it.
2: But it's I mean, I don't know, time. man. I I wouldn't mind seeing Gunslinger come back. I miss the whole, everybody's required to have the Gunslinger with the Hawk helmet on to do massive damage days. You oh, know,
3: Celestial Nighthawk. Yeah. It's such yeah. a shame. That thing's got some real dust on it as well. And it's a beautiful helmet.
2: It is. And even the mods are really nice too, man. But like, yeah. You know, even when the Celestial Nighthawk pales in comparison to, like, most other supers, it's like, come on, man, really? And even
3: if you are using Gunslinger, I I believe it does less damage to Celestial Nighthawk than Star Eater Scales does.
2: That too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not uh, yeah, whatever,
3: things happen.
2: That kind of annoys me, because
3: Star Eater Scales is an all-round exotic, you know, you can use it on anything. Celestial Nighthawk is is specifically just for Gunslinger. In, in yeah. my eyes, if one of them is going to be better than the other one, Celestial Nighthawk should definitely be the the better one of the two.
2: I agree entirely. And then there are other things I wouldn't mind seeing, like Nova Warp. You know that 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 is a that is an aesthetically pleasing super. You know, like I mean, just you're a warlock and and you you just surge with so much power that it explodes out from your body. While you're floating around, you know, just devastating everybody, you know, aesthetically, that's a good-looking super. It should be better, you know, in in most aspects. And even the Titans, man, I feel for you for your. Well, no, actually, yours is top da- damage dealing, so I take that back. Forget anything I just said about Titans. Actually, no, your Void, your Void used to have a really good build with everything just blowing up because of Void damage or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Make,
1: it, make give everybody detonators on their chests. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes.
2: Yeah, and you know, I mean, I could stand to see some things come back. You know,
3: there's nothing funnier. One of the best things I've ever seen, even when I was playing a Titan in PvP, was um, a Warlock freezing me mid-air during a thunder crash.
2: Oh my god, I've seen so many and, of those and online. It's so way, funny.
3: The way you just fall is <laughs> <It's> absolutely <laughs> fantastic. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go." No, no, oh, no. Oh.
1: Oops. <laughs> you, had, you had dreams and save <laughs> that super for the right moment and then
3: nope.
1: Yep. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> the
3: warlock's just like melee. No, I don't think so.
2: And the thing about it is it doesn't even <laughs> it's not even like a super like freeze or whatever. It's just their melee. Yeah. You know, you come and, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, their it's just charged a... melee and you're done. It's game over for yeah. you, dude. You're why yeah. are you still playing this game?
3: But it's you still fully watching it fall
2: yeah absolutely.
1: You've been penumbral blasted. Have a nice life.. <laughs> you slowly
3: just float to the floor like a leaf falling from a tree. It's fantastically funny.
1: Like a leaf on the wind. So do you want to tell us what they are doing in the game? Now that we've gone th- now that we've gone through your wish list?
2: Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, starting off with barricade, this ability is a potent tool for closing off lanes. Bunkering under fire, creating safe spaces to get revived, and gathering information from relative safety and PDP specifically. The prevalence of barricades can slow down the pace of play in a manner that doesn't have much in the way of meaningful counterplay. Well, yeah, we've said that for years. We've been experimenting for a while with opt-in ways to play around barricades. I'm sorry, opt-in? <laughs> you know what, guys? No, I'm going to join this lobby. I choose for you guys not to use your barricades. I'm checking that box. Nope. I don't want I don't want to deal with barricades. Towering Barricade, base cooldown increased from 48 seconds to 70? Wow. I don't even like Titans and I think that's a bit much. That is a crazy nerf. Towering Barricade, that's your that's your tall one, right? That's the one that yeah. makes the wall, right? Yeah. That's, that's the towering 70 one. 70 huh? second cooldown?
3: i'm wondering because it it tiptoes on pve in a couple of places when they when they talk about this like does that mean that we're going to a 70 second cooldown in pve
2: i mean that might that might be in general homeboy yeah i know because like like, in places use that again
3: yeah (laughs) because in places obviously it talks of you know uh, reduce the uptime and potency of barricade abilities particularly in high level pvp activities well, you know, if that's the place where you think it's a problem, why are you changing it in PVE as well?
2: Right, and on top of that, they're reducing the health again, because I know they did this a couple seasons back, right, without ever giving it back. So this is a double shield health nerf. So it's going from 600 health to 500 health now. Uh, damage resistance in PVE, com- I'm sorry, damage resistance versus PVE combatants increased to compensate. Okay. Wait a second. So, so making, ma- make, how how can you money, reduce the maximum health but increase damage resistance?
1: Because it it takes more damage to get that 500 down to zero. Da- damage, damage is a measurement, okay? And, and, and health so it is a measurement. Resistance, yeah, so if it has higher resistance... So, so if I punch this wall and it takes 10, every time I punch it...
3: Stasis wall locks and just lock that entire... You know, like when you go in on the on the Glassware Nightfall, and it's the little room on the left-hand side. Just lock that down, with stasis Turrets, and it was.
1: Yeah, you just, bu- just built a necromancer class at that point. You're like, I'm just <laughs> going to stand here and and let let my turrets do the work for me.
2: Yeah, I'm thank God they don't move room. though, right? I mean, yeah, they track, but can you imagine <laughs> if the little the little efforts had legs on
3: them? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: Okay, so if if you use the colony grenade launcher with your stasis turret, then you can <laughs> load your turret onto the
2: <laughs> put the
1: spider
3: on the turret.
2: I would oh, I would I would pay to see that. I would pay to see somebody just like Undy, just where, like where one of those one YouTube exotic? clips where the game glitches out just once. I want to see a turret on top of mm. like a, a spider a, a spider nade. Yeah
1: wouldn't give us that because that's that's silly gameplay and we don't we don't do that here we are very serious gamers here in destiny land only serious gameplay indeed so that was that was the end of our next round of exotic changes so that's what they're giving to us and they're gonna you know they they basically said hey we're gonna be doing more exotic changes as we look at the other selection of things that nobody has touched for four years because why would you (laughs) Uh, but we're gonna do some (laughs) ability changes because you know it's a new season, so why not? Do, do you want to take us through what the ability changes are going to be? The ability changes. Uh, is Hunter's first again? I mean, I mean, there's just ability previews, so it's
2: everybody. Okay, let's take a look. There's a mix of everything. Here we go. Right. hey folks, Combat Gameplay Team here to run through the ability changes coming with Season 22 later this month, 22. Good God! Before we get into the actual changes, let's go over our goals for this season number one reduce the uptime and potency of barricade abilities particularly in high level pvp activities oh great we nerfed the life now we're giving it back thank you Bungie. my life just got so much better uh reduce the potency of striker tight in high level pvp activities both in neutral game and when supers come up thank you Correct the one size fits all nature of suspend in the combat sandbox. What does that mean? You can suspend you use... everything
1: all the time, and there's no real difference in it. One suspend yeah. works the same way on your your smallest thrall and your biggest uh, ochre.
2: I'm okay with that. Don't touch that. Leave it the hell alone. <laughs> I think it's
3: as well because of like you know like you can suspend overloads and you can suspend barriers and you can suspend. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, leave it like spaces. That. Yeah, I mean I can kind of see what they're getting at, but at the same time, yeah, leave it like that.
2: Yeah. Well actually no, if you want if you want to change it, make it so that we can actually suspend some roaming bosses. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous for you. To
3: pop a barricade and just tell Riven to shut up.
2: No, not even just Riven, but like <laughs> but like uh no, because Riven's not Riven's not no, 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 I'm talking yeah. about like the Witch Queen. You know, when you find her, and, like it's her, her tangible body, you just suspend her and
3: she's like, well, damn. <laughs> so you don't want to suspend Riven and tell her to shut up. R- Riven is huge. I don't care. One size fits all, mate. Let's go for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but you don't even see her whole body in- unless you're falling. That's the Doesn't only time you yeah. see her whole body. She's
3: about, to be- she's about to be like that again when she gets suspended, so I can, I can have a look.
1: <laughs> just, just <laughs> suspend, just suspend the bits you care about. The rest of the body, fine. We don't care. Just you know, suspend the parts that are going to hurt you.
2: <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. Leave, leave strand alone. Strand is it's in a good place. I don't. I don't. I don't want to mess with strand. Leave it alone. Stop touching things, Bungie. Stop.
1: Well, they're all touching, please. The well, they're also going to rebalance the strand as fragments, and uh, you know, bring up the bad ones and uh, smash up the smash down the good ones. Damn because it. it's Bungie, damn
2: it. Whatever. if, I mean, I I think, if we have they bungee. ever
3: realised that the bad ones are bad, and we don't use them for a reason. What's because that? the the bad ones they don't do anything that's worthwhile.
1: Because we're too busy using the good ones, so clearly we need to bring the good ones down too. Otherwise, we get power creep forever. <laughs>
3: yeah, but when they say they're going to buff, well, like we're going to buff this one. It's like, yeah, but it's it, How much you buff it? It's, it's it's still rubbish. We don't want it. I mean, I
2: don't know, man. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Gunslinger come back. I miss the whole everybody's required to have the Gunslinger with the Hawk helmet on to do massive damage days. Oh, you
3: Celestial know? Nighthawk, yeah. It's such yeah. a shame. That thing's got some real dust on it as well. And it's a beautiful helmet.
2: It is, and even the mods are really nice too, man. But like, yeah. you know, even when the Celestial Nighthawk pales in comparison to like most other supers, it's like, come on, man.
3: Really? And even if you are using Gunslinger, it, it, I, I believe it does less damage to Celestial Nighthawk than Star Eater Scales does.
2: That too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not uh, yeah, whatever.
3: Things happen. Which That kind of annoys me, because Star Eater Scales is an all-round exotic. You know, you can use it on anything. Celestial Nighthawk is is specifically just for Gunslinger. In, in yeah. my eyes, if one of them is going to be better than the other one... A celestial Nighthawk should definitely be the the better one of the two.
2: I agree entirely. And then there are other things I wouldn't mind seeing, like Noble Warp. You know that 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 is a that is an aesthetically pleasing super. You know, like I mean, just you, you're a warlock and and you you just surge with so much power that it explodes out from your body while you're floating around. You know, just devastating everybody. You know, aesthetically, that's a good looking super. It should be better. You know, in in most aspects. And even the Titans, man, I feel for you for your. Well, no, actually, yours is top da- damage dealing, so I take that back. Forget anything I just said about Titans. Actually, no, your Void. Your Void you used to have a really good build with everything just blowing up because of Void damage or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make, your, make Give everybody detonators on their chests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I could stand to see some things come back, you know?
3: There's nothing funnier. One of the best things I've ever seen, even when I was playing a Titan in PvP, was um, a warlock freezing me mid air during a thunder crash.
2: Oh my God, I've seen so many of those online. It's so way, funny.
3: The way you just fall is <laughs> absolutely so
1: fantastic. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to go. No. No. Oh. Oh. Whoops. You had, you had dreams and save that super for the right moment and then. Nope.
2: Yep.
3: Nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> the warlock's just like melee. No, I don't think so.
2: And the thing about it is, it doesn't even, it's not even like a super like freeze or whatever. It's just their melee. Yeah. You know, you come in, Yeah. It's just yeah, their it's just charged like... melee and you're done. It's game over for yeah. you, dude. You're, why yeah. are you still playing this game? But it's you still know? fully watching it fall.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You've been penumbra blasted. Have a nice life.
3: <laughs> you slowly just float up to the floor like a leaf falling from a tree.
1: It's fantastically funny, like a leaf on the wind. So, do you want to tell us what they are doing in the game now that we've gone? Th- now that we've gone
2: through your wish list. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, starting off with barricade, this ability is a potent tool for closing off lanes. Bunkering under fire, creating safe spaces to get revived, and gathering information from relative safety and PDP specifically. The prevalence of barricades can slow down the pace of play in a manner that doesn't have much in the way of meaningful counterplay. Well, yeah, we've said that for years. We've been experimenting for a while with opt-in ways to play around barricades. I'm sorry, opt-in? <laughs> you know what, guys? No, I'm going to join this lobby. I choose for you guys not to use your barricades. I'm checking that box. Nope. No, I don't want I don't want to deal with barricades. Towering Barricade. Base cooldown increased from 48 seconds to 70? Wow. I don't even like Titans and I think that's a bit much. That is a crazy nerf. Towering Barricade, that's your that's your tall one, right? That's the one that yeah. makes the wall, right? Yeah. That's the towering one. 70 oh. second cooldown?
3: I'm wondering because it tiptoes on PVE in a couple of places when they when they talk about this. Like, does that mean that we're going to a 70 second cooldown in PVE?
2: I mean, that Um, might that might be in general, homeboy. Yeah, I know because like in places, use that again.
3: Yeah, (laughs) because in places, obviously, it talks of you know uh, reduce the uptime and potency of barricade abilities, particularly in high level PVP activities. Well, you know, if that's the place where you think it's a problem, why are you changing it in PVE as well?
2: Right. And on top of that, they're reducing the health again, because I know they did this a couple seasons back, right, without ever giving it back. So this is a double shield health nerf. So it's going from 600 health to 500 health now. Uh, damage resistance in PVE. Com- I'm sorry, damage resistance versus PVE combatants increased to compensate. Okay, wait a second. So, so making, ma- it, how, how can you reduce it, the maximum health or... but
1: increase damage resistance? Because it it takes more damage to get that
2: 500 down to zero. Da- damage, damage is a measurement, okay? And, and, and health so is a measurement. Resistance, yeah, so if it has higher
1: resistance. So, so if I punch this wall and it takes 10 every time I punch it or I punch the wall and it takes 20
2: every time I punch it, it takes me longer to punch through that wall. Thundercrash increased base cooldown from 500 to 556. Ooh, nice. Matching the majority of our Roaming Super rosters. So wait, it was actually faster than the other Roaming Supers? It's not a Roaming Super. You, you can't, you cannot tell
1: me Thundercrash is a Roaming
2: Super. You,
1: you cannot tell me it's a Roaming Super. You cannot tell me it's Roaming Super.
2: <laughs> you can't it tell me. One,
1: How is it not? It is a one in, it's a Roaming Super the same way that your, your uh, Blade Barrage is a Roaming Super. No, one and done. No. You hit the if, you're skilled
2: enough, you. if you're skilled enough with using it, you can go next to somebody and kill them without detonating your Thunder Crash. So, yes, yeah, you can technically it, it kill somebody and keep effects. going. Yeah. Now, a lot of people don't do that. They'll just crash right into somebody and kill them. But technically, you, you have the skill. ability to
0: kill them and keep no. going. No, you said skill. Time have skill.
3: You, that is something totally that flawed. you have argued in the past, actually.
2: I said if you have skill, right? So we don't, and then I also I, said I, technically. You, so you, you really got those two qualifiers you have, they matter, <laughs> they matter. You, you All right, cannot, you cannot tell me this is a roaming super. I'm sorry, no, you could not. You can treat it like a roaming super bungee, but you cannot tell me you with a straight face. The, the, there's no better definition of roaming than the, than the ability of flight. Hell, even warlocks can't fly; they float, you know.
1: The other um, Arc Super is a roaming super. That one is a one and done. I don't care that I can travel; so can your knives. So can the giant. Is the, is the Chaos Reach a roaming super?
2: Uh, technically,
1: a little bit. The, the,
2: their their well wind thing is a is a. They can move. Suit. They don't move very far, <laughs> but they move. Yeah. Right. Uh, suspend is currently a skeleton key that solves combat problems against all combatants. Yes, it is. Please don't touch it. Its current duration heavily steps on the toes of stasis freeze, which we want to keep as the highest potency to disabled
1: in the sandbox. Why? They also touch knockout. They reduce the damage. Oh. Sorry. Bonus versus players from fifty to thirty for knockout. So. What
2: is what is knockout?
1: Uh, that's what the titans are doing to you in PvP. <laughs>
2: what is the, what punch. is the ability knockout? Better,
3: yeah, it's sort of like it, it's um, you know, your combination blow, yes, N- knockouts is like a, a watered down version of that, but in pvp, it's like
2: a is that the one where you charge and it shoots the lightning out front? Is that what
3: that no. is? No? no, knockout is if you get a melee kill, your next melee does more damage, <laughs> so it's what oh. allows you to sort of get like it's what. A, a lot of people have complained about in PvP because it allows them to one-punch people.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, so Suspenders is kind of the key. We said that uh, Bungie's upset because it disables longer than Stasis, and they want Stasis to be top dog. Uh, the uptime of Suspending Atoms Atoms? Doesn't allow for meaningful player decision-making when choosing when and where to place a hard disable. The uptime of Suspending Atoms? Am I missing something? Does that mean something to somebody else? Or are they actually talking about like atoms like molecules? Yeah, it's the building blocks of life. Okay, fair enough. I don't um,
1: know why they're talking about it in, in terms of atoms, but you know, <laughs> here we are. There's a scientist uh, somewhere at Bungie who wrote this line. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> you see, what happened was, um, if, you, if you measure uh, if you measure stasis in terms of Kelvin instead of Celsius, then it actually equates to be this one. Uh, suspend! Reduce the base suspend duration versus non-champions in PvE. Okay, that's not too bad. Uh, From 8 seconds to 5 seconds. Uh, Thread of continuity now extends this duration to 7 seconds. Okay. Down from 12? Oh, no! Reduce base suspend duration versus champions and combatants from 8 to 3! What? Hold on. Redu... Hold on. I might be reading that wrong. Reduce base suspend duration Versus champions From 8 seconds To 3 And only 4 with threat of counter Yo, Yo no, no sir No no no, no. Is,
0: you, you will still be able to stun the champions You just won't be able to I don't suspend give them. a
2: damn if I can stun them I want them to
0: sit there and die I, yeah, want, them and to be, said... I want a dead body to hit the ground Do you understand what I'm saying Bungie said, next season when Crota comes back, we don't want you doing that. I don't care! Whenever I throw a
2: suspend, I want that champion to stay in the air until he's been team shot to death. The only thing that should hit the ground is a corpse. You understand me? Okay. Stupid. Bungie doesn't. Three seconds! You can't what wow. four, 4 with Threat of Continuity and then four with Threat of Continuity? You could have at least brought it back up to eight with Threat of Continuity. Come on, man. If, you, if you're not killing a champion in four seconds, Damn. What are you doing? come on, get Mind, up. Reduce class energy gain based on tier of defeated target. That, shut up, stop laughing. That's <laughs> that's dumb. Um, minor combatants reduced from hold on, 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 on. Threat of Mind reduce class energy gain based on the tier of the defeated target. Minor combatants are from fifteen percent, to ten percent. Major combatants and players reduced from twenty-five to fifteen. Good God! And bosses, champions, and mini bosses reduced from fifty to twenty-five. Well, threat of <laughs> why? You're making it unusable. It is not. Uh, granted, okay, it might be a little, a, a smidge OP. A smidge. Right? Which means to me, it should require a smidge of tweaking. This isn't a smidge of tweaking. You're nuking Strand. And I'm only two paragraphs in, man. What the fluff? God. Thread of generation. Reduce the overall energy gain. Of course you did per damage event against PvE enemies by about 20%. Rebalance the energy gain multiplier across primary weapon archetypes. We wanted to bring the energy gains for dealing damage with precision weapons and fully automatic weapons closer together. Overall, we've reduced the efficiency of fully automatic primary weapons and increased the efficiency of precision primary weapons to compensate. Man, this is... I understand they didn't want the bosses to float as long I'm sorry not bosses but you know champ they they didn't want us to hold a champion in the air until it dies. I understand that, right? But these other cha- these other changes have nothing to do with that. Why? Why are you why are you doing this all, all this other crap? That's not necessary. You know? We don't need we don't we don't need threat of mind nerfs. We don't need threat of generation nerfs. It's not necessary. You you've nerfed the most potent aspect of the build, which is the suspend. All this other stuff is just overkill. This is personal. Somebody took this. Somebody took Strad personally. Alright? Whomever made uh Stasis or whatever is butthurt that Strad is so much better. And they've made it a personal vendetta to take it to the board to say this stuff needs to change. Right? And whoever you are, you should be ashamed. Your mama don't love you, and I hope your goldfish gets Alzheimer's. Okay?
1: I got some bad news for you about goldfish, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> I think they're all um,
2: <laughs> You've not threatened them. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't threaten them. I, I, I wished negative tidings. There's a the difference. Um, Threadlings. Increased threatening damage versus PvE combatants by 30%. That's not bad. Tangles, Reduced... Yeah, right. Uh, Reduce Tangle Creation cooldown time from 15 seconds to 12 seconds. Again, not bad. Uh, Sever. Sever. Uh, okay, Sever. Okay. PvE combatants affected by Sever now have their outgoing damage reduced by 40% versus 30%. How not bad is that? Cool. Um... Skill Strike. I'm sorry. Silk Strike. Oh. I don't want to beat this. <laughs> Silk Strike. Increase Silk Strike damage resistance from 40 to 45. Oh! Oh, they popped it! Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I was gonna... Oh! Yeah. If you,
1: too, uh, enjoy Rate Your Spawn's real-time reactions to what's going on, you should go to patreon.com slash TTH, <laughs> and you can get all the good times, and responds uncut live reactions to everything as he reads it.
2: Oh, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, reduce, suppression exam, time, but... <laughs> reduce suppression time between skill strike super air attacks. Reduce suppression time between oh, silk strike super air attack. Oh, okay, yeah. Fair enough. That's nice. Um, reduce vertical lift provided by silk strike heavy air attack to reduce instances of missing a primary target. Very nice! Okay, these are straight buffs! Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, considering how you've killed the rest of the class, I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this, but okay. It's a step in the right direction. And when well, we have Threaded Spectre, this is the Titans? No, this is the War Runner, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Threaded Spectre. Increased threat inspector lifetime from ten to twelve seconds, very nice. Increased threat inspector health versus PvE combatants, cool. Threat inspector now takes longer to detect nearby PVE combatants at the beginning of its lifetime. I I think that's good, right? So I can identify a target instead of just shooting off in a direction where nothing's at, right? It seems like it. PVE combatants now more consistently focus on threat inspector instead of the hunter. Very nice. And allied plays... Oh, no, this is... No, okay, Threat inspector. That's my dodge thing. Okay. I forgot about it because it's so new. I completely forgot about this damn thing. All right, so this is more hunter buffs. Cool. Allied players no longer have radical magnetism towards uh threaded specter. Why would my allies be... have magnetic... Uh, towards my threaded specter? That makes no sense. Brood Weaver, this is the warlock. The Wanderer, destroying a tangle now creates a delayed suspending detonation. Uh, why would you want it to be delayed? Any ideas? I don't, I don't even use
3: strand on a wall. Okay.
2: Uh, increased suspend detonation radius from six to seven meters. Cool, means you can grab more things. And increased throne wanderer tangled detonation damage to match standard tangled de- detonation. So you are telling me that the throne one was weaker? Why would Bungie you're dumb, Bungie? Probably because they
1: didn't want it to be too strong and said, let's let's bring it out, see how it performs, and then buff mm. it if it's too
4: weak.
1: You so we
2: don't have to nerf a it if tangled it's too explosion. It should have been a tangle explosion. Whatever. Okay. So for your grapple, your grapple melee always takes priority while active, regardless of whether or not a target is within range. I like that, because I'm sick and tired of my stupid little freaking... Don't get me wrong, like, on the ground, and I need my kunai my, my to go out and hit a bunch of people to help me get my grenade back, yes. But when I'm flying through the air, and I'm trying to kill enemies while flying through the air, I don't want that ability. So, thank you, Bungie. That's, that's a needed, much-needed change. Okay. And
1: then Bungie um, an-
2: answers your, your Adam's question.
1: Apparently they're referring to the, to the strand things as atoms.
2: Oh, okay. Right. Okay, yep, there we go. Uh, threat of Propagation now grants plus 10 strength. Threat of Continuity no longer grants 10 strength. What? Threat of Wisdom no longer requires a precision kill to activate. That's cool. Threat of Isolation reduce the number of precision hits required to activate. By an average of about 30%. Very nice. And Thread of Rebirth, the number of created Threadlings style increases based on the tier of defeated target. Okay. So, Miners give you, Miner Commands give you one, Elites give you two, and Boss, Champion, or Mini Boss give you three. Not bad. Oh, this is coming season 22. And that's it. All right, cool there's your ability changes. Some good, most bad, but there you go. Yep.
1: And they're doing more changes in season 23, just like more exotic stuff down the line in season
2: 23. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll learn about those later.
0: Yeah. Around but guess what? <laughs> what? They've replaced Zavala's voice actor for the English version. They have. So that's cool, isn't it? It depends on who it is. Well, he's an amazing actor. He's also been in Halo. You might know him as the Arbiter.
1: He played himself in the Saints Row series. And also Julius Little in the Saints Row series.
0: There you go. But his name is Keith David. Respawn's kind of lost here. I'm you, completely lost, yeah.
2: Kind of? No. <laughs> <laughs> you've Keith, you've dude, absolutely I'm, I'm, heard I'm his actively voice.
0: Googling who this is.
1: He's, he's been in a trillion things. He also did a lot of Mass Effect voice. Like I think he's... I think well, he's done a, like t- like two hundred oh, okay. something voice roles. Yeah, if okay. yeah, I was like, if yeah, if you would know if you two at home are going, who is Keith David? Who is Keith David? Guarantee you,
2: you will know his voice. You yeah, you will
1: hear his voice and go. And, oh, and see his face and go. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, I know he, him. he's
2: been on TV for like forty years. Yeah, I, I yeah. Okay, I just didn't know his name.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's done all the things. So many things.
0: And the, the the thing is that somebody pointed out, I think it was on the DCP podcast, if they'd retired Zavala from the story because of Lance Reddick, they're also putting other voice actors from other countries out of work. So, mm. oh,
1: good, very
2: good point.
0: Oh, uh, I see how it's It's okay to super kill Cade because
2: his voice voice actor's leaving, but not Zavala. Come on, come on, really, Bungie?
0: That that's racist. <laughs> okay,
3: because nobody cares about Hunters.
0: Yeah. Bungie didn't say that. Somebody else said that on a, on DCP. So uh, there wasn't even Bungie. And uh, stop raging out every little thing.
1: And and honestly, I mean, sorry, have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> since they built nine years of game around Zavala, kind of as the main character, I'm gonna guess that their story with him isn't quite done yet.
2: What, yeah, is, is he the main character? though? He's the vanguard, you know, commander. He's the leader. Yes,
1: who saved us with a bubble a number of times. He, he saved you. Oh up.
2: yes. He, he, he had a whole.
1: Problem. He, unlike Ikora, has done you know more in game than built a Stargate and then stood around for four years. Hey, I've seen. Hey, I've seen him take up. down oh, ships with nova bombs. No, all right. No, yeah, n- n- no, no, I love Ikora. I wish they would do more with Ikora, but I'm saying they just forgot. I for she was game. ready
2: to go to war. She was bringing everyone. All right. right. She was Which not about when... to fuck around. Right. <laughs> right. Which, Bungie, when do I get to see this?
1: Bring. You know, give Ikora a story. Let me see this. Let me watch it. Let me play it. Yeah, you know, Ik- Ikora has just been hanging out with with uh, Eris going, yeah. yeah, we're here. We exist. But we're just
0: kind of standing been doing in the spot. Hidden stuff. They're doing hidden stuff. So we don't know. me when you need when you need to know they'll tell you that you need to know no yeah. they you don't need to know. I, all what, I, I did at that 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 moment right
2: there is when I respect Anikora I've always liked her voice actress so I really wanted to like Anikora but it wasn't until Kate died and she was ready she was like get everyone everyone in here now we are oh man she was all about it and I was like you know what I like you <laughs> Only in
1: relation to Kate though
2: yeah i mean <laughs> what, what else is there? I, I've always
3: liked the implication with Icora that she's the one that broke off Shax's horn.
2: Yeah. I've heard that. Somebody yeah, I thought, said that there's lore about it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, That
0: would have been off. Off would have told you there's lore behind it. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> Fireman x there. Yeah.
2: But as far as yeah. shax's lore goes, I don't care... This is me personally, but the fact that he's nailing the queen is the best piece of lore I've ever learned in the game. To be fair, <laughs> you read
3: all the law. It's, it's it's a case of who's not,
2: who's not sleeping with it. Yeah, I know she's yeah. she's got half the
0: universe in her in her bottom drawer. I know. Yeah, but Keith did say that he's very honoured to become our vanguard leader, and he's honoured to continue the great work of Lance Reddick as Zavana. Lance captured the character's sense of integrity. So wonderfully, and it is his intention to continue that work. So, it's it's going to be really cool to see how they kind of integrate what's already Zavala and what Keith David's going to bring to Zavala. Because, like we said before, yes, we may have heard his last recording, but Zavala's voice lines are still in the game, Mm -hmm. and they've got no plans to kind of re-record like they did with Peter Dinklage with um, Nola North with the Ghost. So, we're still going to have Zavala as uh, lance reddick and oh, going forward what? in some story beats keith david so
2: what hold on so you're telling me i'll be in one play. strike with lance reddick and the next strike with with i was going to say neil yes. degrasse tyson keith? but with keith yeah there possibly i don't know well I, I i'm know. not sure i like that that would be that would be weird and i know some people are like what well, it's weird hearing cadence some strikes okay yeah fine whatever but like hearing two different versions of the same guy it's
3: gonna be weird it depends if they do Zavala. i mean maybe they're gonna move his story out maybe they're gonna give us a grumpy old zavala that's a little bit upset after everything that's happened to sloan and amanda holiday and everything <laughs> else and he's just gonna come out and he's gonna be like you know what don't care anymore different iteration of zavala his voice is gonna be different because you know he's mad.
2: I don't see him getting grumpy though. He gets more sad than anything over time with his wife, his kid, you yeah. know, you add a man onto that. I don't see him getting grumpy, I just see him getting depressed. He but, seems but like if, the depressed kind. Everybody's you know?
3: got a snapping point, and maybe Zavala's gonna hit his and he's gonna we're gonna get grumpy old man Zavala that just wants to snap next. I wanna,
2: that I wouldn't wanna be see grumpy, z- that would be hostile, and I'm okay I, with
1: hostile. <laughs> I want to see Zavala get to that point, hit that low grab save 14 and saying, we're going to the Vex network. We're going to bring the fight to them. And that's the season I want to play.
3: Zavala yeah. wielding save 14 by the ankle.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I, like, I like that. Just swing save 14.
0: And nobody will see it coming because I'll be blind. <laughs> all
1: right.
0: So as this show is slowly going off the rails, I better bring it back onto the rails for this week in depth for the 10th of August. Oh, we sped so, this off the rails, sir? Yeah, you, you, you did from the first couple of minutes, so I'm, I'm lucky that we've got this far. So this week, because we're not looking at last week, because we've already been over that, and it was such a short week, if you, if you miss Solstice, you miss Solstice. If you didn't play Trials last week, you didn't play Trials, so there you go. Ooh. So this week, there's an important update on the future of Zavala's Journey, which we've just discussed, That a new exotic mission rotator details, we'll, which we'll get into. We did go into the developer insight for season 22 for the abilities and armor changes preview and, you know, the previous state of the game. So we've discussed that. Age gating changes. Grandmaster Master Battleground Moon is back, which we know if we've already played this week. So it's back. And there's a reminder to save the date for the 22nd of August for the showcase. Uh, The Witch Queen enters the PlayStation Plus and there's Art of the Week and Movies of the Week to cover. So as we've said, we've already said, Thank you to Lance Reddick for his work that he's done. And hello to Keith David, who's going to be taking over Zavala in the final shape and beyond. Exotic Mission Rotators. Now, how excited are you about this? And when Bungie initially said Exotic Mission Rotators, how many of you out there thought Whisper of the Worm and at Zero Hour were going to come back so that you'd be seeing whatever his face was? Trevor. Trevor, that's his name. Trevor. Yeah how many of you out there thought that that was going to be the case that I we'd end up seeing so badly. I want to see. So I, I I will volunteer to take new lights in there. 100%. <laughs> see when, when I heard that they were going to do the ignition, exotic mission rotators, I thought that where they were talking about those missions as well, that they would be put back in the game and the, the exotics might be removed from the kiosk to say, right, this is where you go and get said exotic from, but this is how, OG players got it. You don't necessarily need to go to the kiosk to buy it. It's now back in the game as um, a mission rotator. Not at the moment. But but the weapon sucks (laughs) nowadays, man. It might might not suck. Uh... So with with season 22 around the corner, they wanted to peel back the curtain on some new details about the exotic mission rotator. So do you want to hear their goals? Yeah. They had goals. I know. They wanted a home for Some seasonal exotic ones. missions after the year of a, has passed and a place where over time they can bring fan fan favorite exotic missions back from the past so we could possibly see the whisper of the worm and outbreak perfected missions a source for seasonal exotic mission weapons and their catalysts and a new consistent source of legacy seasonal rewards so to support these goals and so that they can continue to add to this rotator in the future they need to create rules and modify how these activities and the rewards work. So exotic weapons entering the playlist will become craftable. Each mission will feature a normal Sorry, and a legendary. What? Hold on, what? Did you say yeah.
2: exotic weapons will be craftable?
0: Yes.
2: Like all of them? Oh, yes.
0: Yes. The ones that are going into the exotic mission rotators, the three exotic weapons, will be craftable. I don't know, because they don't detail it here, I don't know whether this is Everybody starts from scratch, so you need to go and play it like five times to get five red borders to then unlock that weapon. Probably it may be, it probably be that case. That's or how they're going to get me three. in there, yeah.
2: But what, but what, what hold on, you have the Hawk Moon, okay? Craft, uh, no, that's, no that's, Hawkmoon's that's not coming up,
0: it's not yet. That that probably be another so, one at some other so,
2: point. But no, but I mean, like 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 exotics that we know that have the capability of different roles, aside from like the 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 the, the static one, right? The only ones that changed so far is DMT and Hawkmoon, yeah. right? No. no,
0: And Revision Zero, true. Okay, so those are to be the Calibre. craftables. Yes, oh, Vexcalibur Vex is Calibre in the oh, game wow, at funny. the moment there's an exotic mission yeah. that you can you can do at the moment. So that's not in. This exotic rotation, as yet, but in future, that will probably be moved into the exotic rotation. So, each mission, as I said, will feature a normal and legendary difficulty. Each mission features a pool of legacy seasonal rewards, armor, and craftable weapons. So, thematic overlaps with their associated missions. So, these craftable weapons are crafted weapons that we've had season over season that have now kind of gone out of the rotation. And the only way that you can possibly get these is if Zer brings them. You get them as a random well drop, or the gunsmith brings them, and then you can put your red borders into them via the season pass. So there will be craftable weapons in there to get if you've missed out on any of these. So my Tears of Contrition that I was wanting to get, instead of having to go and buy two from Xur the other week and then put my exotic cipher thingies into that, or my red border cipher things from my season pass, I could now just go and play these missions and have a chance for them to drop and then extract the red border patterns. So that's a good thing. So each mission features the same reward behavior. Mission dialogue and narrative move forward after each active completion and reset after each dialogue set have been played and legacy triumphs cannot be progressed. So if you missed out on doing them the first time, you cannot progress them. Below is a list of exotic missions and their associated rewards that are available starting in season 22. These missions will rotate weekly and continue throughout Lightful year and beyond. They'll be adding exotic missions that launch during Lightfall seasons into the rotation with the final shape, and you can expect more additions to follow. So to start off with, we have Pressage and the exotic weapon from Pressage was the Dead Man's Tale. It's now going to be craftable with new trait pool, armor and weapons from Season of the Haunted. So your weapons and armor that you can get. We have the Arc Adaptive Glaive, Nezarek's Whisper, the Stasis Aggressive Frame Rocket Launcher, Bump in the Night, the Kinetic Precision Frame Scout Rifle, Tears of Contrition, the Void Adaptive Frame Trace Rifle, Hollow Denial, the Kinetic Precision Frame Auto Rifle, Fire Fright, the Solar Lightweight Frame Shotgun, Without Remorse, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon, Or Stringer, the Solar Sidearm, Drang, the Solar Adaptive Frame Sniper, Beloved, and the solar submachine gun, mini tool. So you see what they've done there. They've put two lots of pools of weapons in there. You've got season uh, armor and weapons from Season of the Haunted, and then you've got the opulent weapons in there as well. So if you've missed out on any of those, because all, that all came in kind of the same um, package that, that season, there was quite a lot of weapons. And I had real trouble trying to pronounce these for like the video for, <laughs> for next week. It's the idilions percent armor set it's to describe it it looks like the moon set but it's green it has kind of moony kind of symbols on it so there's that set that's going to be available in that exotic mission but this will require you to own beyond light or season of the chosen so if you had purchased season of the chosen separately and hadn't kind of completed it you will still have access to the presage mission and the same is if you owned beyond blight you don't necessarily need the season. As long as you own Beyond Light, you have access to this exotic mission. So the next exotic mission is the Vox Obscura. So this was the mission that was on Mars where the uh, Presage was the one that was the floating spaceship with a lot of lore in it. Pretty cool. It had the Crown of Sorrow at the end. So that led into a couple of seasons of Crown of Sorrow and stuff. Anyway, Vox Obscura, that was on Mars. And the exotic weapon from there was the Dead Messenger. So this was a exotic... Grenade or the, you you said Season of the thing. Haunted, right? Sorry? You what, said you can, Season can... of the
2: Haunted armor and weapons, right? Isn't the Season of the Haunted armor the, the,
0: the cool bony armor with the red skeleton faces? No, that was an Eververse item.
2: Oh, was it? Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course it was. <laughs> if you ever think, was the cool armor from this? No, it was absolutely Eververse. So the dead messenger was a grenade launcher and one shot of... The grenade launcher had the projectiles that went out and a fan of three energies on the waves on the ground. Yep. And it also had the fundamentals, which is where you can tap the trigger and it, it changes to arc, void, or solar. Yep, the hard light can...
1: version of a waveframe grenade launcher.
0: Yes, indeed. So with Vox Obscura, as I said, the de- dead messenger is your exotic grenade launcher. The craftable weapons available from the mission are the solar waveframe grenade launcher, Explosive Personality, The Stasis Rapid Fire Frame Machine Gun, Recurrent Impact. The Void Precision Frame Bow, Under Your Skin. The ARC Rapid Fire Frame Auto Rifle, Sweet Sorrow. That's a good one. The Stasis Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle, Thoughtless. And the Kinetic Rapid Fire Frame Pulse Rifle, Peace of Mind. Again, another good one. And that had the Tusk Allegiance armor set. So that was the kind of red one that had the big tusks on it. You made you look like a Cabal, basically. So that was quite a good one. And... To play that mission, you either need to own the Witch Queen or have purchased Season of the Risen separately. So, again, works the same way as the Presage. And then, finally, we have Operation Serif Shield with the Revision Zero Exotic Pulse Rifle being the reward. So, again, this is going to be another craftable one. And the craftable weapons available from the mission include the Stasis Aggressive Frame Linear Fusion Rifle, Fire and Forget, the Arc Lightweight Frame Bow, Tripwire Canary, The Stasis Aggressive Burst Pulse Rifle, Disparity. The Arc Adaptive Frame Trace Rifle, Path of Least Resistance. And the Solar Aggressive Glaive, Judgment of Kelgroth. And another one uh, was the Void Rapid Fire Frame Machine Gun, Retrofit Escapade.
2: Oh, that is going to be good. That,
0: today, to the, the, I can't talk. Y'all, if y'all don't have that, get it. That's all I'm going to say. And then you have another set of weapons, which is the Ikelos weapons. So you've got the Void Precision Frame Hand Cannon, the Ikelos Hand Cannon, version 3. The Solar Rapid Fire Frame Shotgun, the Ikelos, version 3. The Solar Rapid Fire Frame Sniper Rifle, version 3. And the Arc Aggressive Frame Submachine Gun, again, Ikelos SMG 1.0.3. And that will be the Warminds Avatar set. Again, a really cool looking set, makes you look very Warmindy. And with that one, you do need to own either the Witch Queen or the Season of the Seraph. So those are your your missions, those are your parameters for those.
1: So if you're sitting here going, I haven't bought any of the things and I would like to have the most access, buy the Witch Queen and you'll get, honestly, the better loot pool if you don't own Witch Queen or Beyond Light. And they're probably still on sale at this time? Yes, possibly. So now is a good time to buy them while they're on sale to get all of these things.
0: Yeah. So weapon crafting rewards. First completion of the mission on normal or legendary difficulty will award an exotic deep sight weapon associated with the mission. Extracting or dismantling this deep sight weapon will grant the pattern. Each completion of the normal or legendary version of the exotic mission will award an intrinsic upgrade that can be used when crafting the exotic weapon each completion of the legendary version of the exotic mission will award the catalyst upgrade for the crafted exotic weapon it doesn't say anything about if you've already got the weapon and the catalyst for those weapons at the moment i think we're just going to have to wait and see whether it's kind of a new version of the gun and if you've already got the catalyst normally when you've got the catalyst unlocked you've got the catalyst unlocked so it just might mean if you've got the weapon and you want to get a crafted version of it to and then craft it to whatever you want the catalyst will be unlocked with it but it it may be new things it may be whole new parameters for it the armor and the weapon rewards so the normal and the legendary versions of the missions have separate weekly reward lockouts so the weekly mission rewards one guaranteed deep sight weapon that has not had its pattern unlocked and armor piece that has not already been obtained based on your current class if all weapon patterns and armor have been obtained in the inline rotation mission, a random well drop will be awarded. On every completion, you will receive an additional weapon from the mission's weapon pool. However, the weapons that have will not be on a knockout system or guaranteed deep sight behavior. The weapon can roll with deep sight, but this would be on a, a random percentage chance. So that's if you keep playing it over and over again. So you're guaranteed to get it the first time, but then if you keep going and going and going, you're not guaranteed to get it. Along with the mission rewards, there's also a weekly challenge. So this weekly challenge has the same armor and weapon loophole as the exotic mission, which is in rotation. The challenge reward will output a pinnacle power and will prioritize the rewards in the following order. One guaranteed deep sight weapon that has not had its pattern unlocked. If the weapon pattern has been unlocked, uh, the challenge will award one armor piece that has not already been obtained based on your current class. If all weapon patterns and armor have been obtained in the in-rotation mission, the challenge will output a random weapon or armor. Additionally, the exotic mission gives bonus progress for the Xenology quest from Xur. Four points for completing on normal and seven for completing it on legend. And what, what is the Xenology quest from Xur? Is that just doing no missions?
1: Go do, th- go do things to pick up a new exotic cipher so you can buy a second exotic from Xur each
0: week. Ah, oh. there you go. How do we feel on this? Uh, Are you guys a bit upset that we didn't see Whisper? And and like you said, the Hawkmoon mission, that would have been a fantastic one to come back because that had three different versions of it. So I could, I could imagine if that one came back, they could play around with that quite a lot because I remember doing a whole walkthrough guide of explaining to you guys how to go through and get all the different feathers for the, for the challenges. And then the next week they completely changed it with where things spawned, what things did. And it was like, so bizarre, but it was amazing that they did that in an exotic mission. But you didn't give us a full audio walkthrough of the second and third versions, very disappointing I didn't know. <laughs> but, but now we're content creators, I'm sure we could do something with that. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: when I heard the the Rotator was coming back, I was like, I didn't really enjoy doing it the first time around. But now I do appreciate that they're putting all these, lo- you know, it's not just the exotic, it's all these loot pools from past seasons Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so again, like we talked about last week, if you, you know, the, we said, hey, go play Gambit. It's the only place to get a void machine gun, except for the retrofit escapade now being back on the loot pool, which, you know, again, I, I'm glad that people who didn't get these things to craft or, you know, like you who are stuck at, you know, three or five or four or five because you just couldn't get the last one to drop. It sounds like you're basically going to have two chances of a guaranteed red border, one for the completion and one for the quest each week. Mm-hmm. So at least, so at least, you know, you know, you'll, it'll give you a, a reason to replay it because I assume the weekly quest will be like, you know, go do this two or three times or something to to finish this quest. So at least you'll have you know more, you know, more reason than to just play it once. And yeah, and they are bringing back the demand sale with a different loot pool. So even if you have one, maybe there's another combination of going, yeah, I'd like to get that one instead. So, you know, there's a reason to go back into these at least either as a catch up or if you miss these seasons entirely, there's a lot of really good weapons in these loot pools that are craftable that you can go unlock and play with. Respawn, Noble?
0: Any thoughts? I, yeah, I mean, don't
1: know
3: what. I mean, I, I don't so much care about... I mean, Revision Zero, it's still craftable. They oh, haven't that. made any yeah, changes yeah, yeah. to it. So I don't really care about that, because I did I did that one. The only thing I do care about is the fact that the, the patterns are back. Brilliant. You know, pattern. But it, it's the only thing I sort of find interesting there is the fact that the patterns are back which is going to be brilliant because you know there's some some nice weapons in there like the retrofit escapade for example like the Icarus smg the Icarus shotgun the Icarus hand cannon like some of SMG, those I've got...
2: no shotgun no hand cannon nerfed no. the only good no, thing out of there SMG... is the first one that you mentioned
0: smg is still a good one to the get smg is still amazing to have and you say that, oh, but
3: well, it's nerfed. How often do things get rebuffed? So having the pattern and then having the weapon sat there ready, it's not heartache, is it? You know what I mean? It's, it's one thing in your vault, which I've now got too much missing. Um, and then, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but that it,
2: one thing adds up to another thing, which adds up to two things. And, and then, those two things add up to one more thing, which would make three things. And those three f- things, not. yeah like
3: Calus Mini Tool coming back. Calus Mini Tool's fantastic. Ostringer's coming back. You know, craftable. Fantastic. Um, it does interest me to see what new traits are coming on weapons because, like, on DMT, it says it's, it's got a new trait pool. And then, obviously, on Dead Messenger, well, Dead Messenger was a static role weapon. Now it's craftable and it's got an additional trait. Excellent. It, it's going to be interesting to see what the additional trait is on those two. But... Like...
2: I was just more concerned about the missions coming back. Like, the Whisper of the Worm mission, it was timed and at the time it was it was kind of fun and it was kind of interesting. And then the other one they made timed as well, but they didn't do it as well as they did with the Whisper of the Worm, so it just seemed
0: not good. I don't know. But they're not coming back yet.
3: Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to maybe do them yearly so, like, you know, for, for a year we're going to have these ones and then maybe you know, in a year's time, we'll get the other ones.
2: I mean, I know budget likes to be using content because it's less programming for them, and all they got to do is take something they've already made and bring it back. But you know, I mean, uh, with new seasons coming up, and especially you know, supposedly the end of the light or whatever, right? I want to, I want to see new stuff. I'm kind of tired of of seeing old stuff, you know. You won't give me Max Pro Racing League which is the only old thing that I want so I mean it's like well that's not true. I guess Zalo Supercell. I would I would smack my grandma's baby for Zalo Supercell. I'll tell you what. But on the same hand, you know that's pistols?
3: kind of What's that? At the same time that's kind of countering yourself there though isn't it? Because uh, I'm not bothered about old stuff back but I want this back because I want it and I want that back because I want it other than that yeah, there's keep your old stuff.
2: Well, I mean, but like, th- th- there's what I'm trying to say is, I mean, there's no, there's no real interest for me to to have them bring old stuff back, you know, like gun to my head, like, oh, we're gonna bring something back. What do you want? Okay, gun to head, Zalo Supercell. but honestly, something else entirely, something I've never seen, you know, something good that I've never seen, because wh- whenever they gave us that Stasis Grenade Launcher that did zero damage, I've never seen that, but it's. Sh-
3: <laughs> but you, know? you don't know you don't know if you are going to get something new though i mean they're putting an additional trait of vox obscura you've not a clue what that's going to be that oh, could end okay, up though. being really good so it is it is kind of new content it's kind of new content kind of rehashed at the same time
1: what do you think about this as the way for those who either you know either miss those seasons and weapon pools or you know again couldn't you know are sitting at four or five or three or five patterns what do you think of that as a way instead of just? Oh, sorry, you missed on that weapon. You can never. No, craft that, in that's mouth. a good thing. I'll, I'll, There's at least a, yeah. a path to those now. Yeah, and yeah it yeah. is on a rotator, so it, is, it isn't it isn't just a free for all? Because I like the rotator model of things, not just being available all the time. Because it, it feels like it's you know it's it's harder to find people to do things if it's just up all the time. Sometimes, where if it's going, hey, this week this thing is up. Let's go do it on the weekend. Let's go get together Tuesday night and knock this thing out. You know, and go and grind this out to get our patterns or whatever. Versus right. it just being there all the time. I feel like there's you know that, that little bit of exclusivity where it's not gone forever, but at least it's hey, it's up this week. He, you know, he, you know, here's the thing I'll go do this week. Oh versus yeah, that, just, I mean, it's all
3: available. That that first week that the presage is round, you, you, I am not going to believe in that because you know there, there is a few weapons on that list there that I missed the patterns for. But my biggest upset is the fact that I missed the pattern for hollow denial. So you know that I will be in there hunting that down the hardest second can hunt it. Um, But basically everything else I I, I I got the pattern for.
0: So this is another good one for like new players, really. Yeah. Anybody to kind of catch up and get the weapons that you, you see people playing with and yeah. go, oh, I'd really like that. I've had one to drop. I like the feel of it. It would be nice if I could get a craftable. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is where I go and get it crafted that week. I'll, I'll be in there farming. So it's yeah, it's a good thing for new players again.
3: I, mean, I think it's a good thing all around. Like you say, new and old. You know what I mean? New players are going to be able to go out and get that retrofit escapade that they see, you know, respawn raving about all the time. And, you know, unfortunately, the bloke that missed it, you know, I think I got retrofit. But, you know, like, if, you, if Parody missed it, you know, he's going to be able to go out and get one, then craft it up and be like, oh, so this is what everybody was talking about.
2: Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, the avoid yeah. shenanigans. I've okay. got
3: retrofit. Crafted, but I've never used it. Never.
2: Okay. Well, everybody who's listening, don't be like
3: that guy. I, I use commemoration instead.
2: Okay, commemoration's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like not not I as readily. Av- not memory. as re-
3: Yeah, but not mm-hmm. as readily available to everybody because it's you know it's ra- it's red locked as retrofit has yeah. It's it's going to be that little bit easier because it's a free man activity. I mean, people even soloed like set of shield and stuff like that. So retrofit escapade is gonna become a really good thing to have over having to have a group of six to go out and get commemoration yeah and and, that. That,
1: and and that's the nice thing about these weapons being crafted, not even so much for the crafting of them, but just going, okay, I have the pattern. So maybe I don't care about you know the retrofit or any of these other weapons that we're talking about, but I want you know, to my team's point, I want the ability to craft them if someone goes. Well, like, hey, to get the new Wick, you know, uh, Wicked Implement. Wicked Implement? The new Scout Rifle. Hey, get your Retrofit Escapade, craft it like this. Oh, I've got that pattern. Let me go grab it, play a couple of things with it, get it up to level, craft it, you know, how people are telling me to go craft this, and now I've got a good weapon to go out and do this thing. So, you and know, not, not only that, only but to, it's nice easier to have those dread them, borders, too. It's yeah, easier to get yeah, those dread borders,
2: too, because you have that, that item now that... If you have a weapon that wasn't a red border, you can make it a red border and get its pattern. Yes, yeah, so
3: the deep harmonizes.
2: That yep. thing, yes.
1: Yep, so you can harmonize with the new season. You know, have one that's not non a red border to drop and go, I can fix that. If I'm sitting at three, I can get to five much quicker. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I've got tons of patterns that I, I grinded out. I wanted the pattern, but have never crafted the weapon, just going, well, I don't really care about this particular whatever. But if I need, you know... If I want to, or if it becomes good, or if it goes, hey, here's a, here's a we're going to buff this perk, and now it has a good perk combination, now I can go craft and go play with it.
0: It got me, Bungie. You got me to care <laughs> about the, the, the exotic mission rotator. Good job. <laughs> well, before you go and play your exotic mission rotator, you're going to need to check your age. Wow. Too because old. starting yeah. on August 15th... Way too old. In order to be fully compliant with the ever-evolving landscape of the digital service legislation around the world... <gasps> Bungie.net will users will be prompted for their date of birth and country of origin or residence when signing in or creating a new account. All active sessions will expire on this date, so that's August 15th, so this week coming up, including our Destiny 2 companion app, any third-party sites, etc. You'll need to sign in again and enter your date of birth and country of origin or residence to use the services. And For more information on how Bungie uses, uses and stores players' data, please see their privacy policy. So. Something's changed in the world, and why do you want to keep up with it? There we go. Yep. Looking at you,
1: UK, and uh, Canada, I think, are both working on legislation around protecting the children. Yeah, probably.
0: So, Battlegrounds Moon returns. Are you ready for the challenge? No. Are you? No. Have you done your grandmasters this week, Noble? Yes.
3: Actually, about 20 minutes before I messaged you, I finally completed the Moon GM. Uh-oh. was it good this week was it a good challenge it it was interesting <laughs> the first <person laughs> time we were with um we, we lfg deferred did no comms with him whatsoever but we got oh, good. we got all the way to the end and he was like uh, yeah cheers for that that was the last one i needed to get my conqueror but i had no idea what i was doing so really sorry
0: ah oh, fair enough at least you I got him was, his
3: conqueror right brilliant thank you very much that information would have been ace like you know 45 minutes ago so that we could have got you in and had a conversation with you about it yeah um but you know it it got done it's it's taken me about six attempts to get that that one gm done
0: yeah it it, apparently it was hard and they've made it slightly easier for you to do so there you go so don't forget august 22nd is just around the corner and you want to set your watches and you want to be sitting in front of either Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, or Billa Billa? Billy Billy? Billy Billy? Silly Billy, Billy? Silly Billy. Billy. What? Silly Billy. <laughs> for, for their global showcase for Destiny 2. And they will have localized subtitles available for the following languages on these channels French, German, Italian, Spanish, Brazilian, Portuguese, simplified Chinese, Japanese, and Korean. The pre show starts at 8 a.m. PT and it actually starts at 9 a.m. PT so for layman's terms I've no idea when that is to be honest um. uh, PT is Pacific time and I'm just looking so it up now. Eight hours before you all because it's three
1: hours before us and then you're five hours after the East Coast so 10 a.m. Pacific is 1 p.m. There Eastern and 6 p.m. U- UTC And then Australia, to the next day in the morning. No, evening. There you go. I just got different results off Google that says it's 4 o'clock in afternoon.
3: I thought it was 4
0: o'clock when he said that. Yeah. Okay, Okay.
1: Uh, 4 or 5, you know. Listen, we do our best. Time zones
0: are hard. Time zones are hard. Yeah, they are. They're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You'll figure it out, I believe, in all of you. Well, it it makes sense. Yeah, 4 o'clock in the UK, so that you have, and that's the pre-show, and then it goes live at 5. And then it's only on for an hour or 45 minutes. And then we've got 15 minutes before the new season starts at six o'clock, which is our normal kind of reset time here. So that's probably about right. See, there you go. There you go. And if you're on PlayStation Plus, it's good news. Because if you are a PlayStation Plus game subscriber for six months, starting on August 15th, you will have access to the Witch Queen. There you go. All the premium stuff that goes with the Witch Queen. And who's that for? That's for PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus Plus extra or premium members. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's. Um, I just read the PlayStation PlayStation Plus is just the
3: standard, like you've you've Uh just Billy basic, and then you know the extra, or the premium gives you the access to the catalog, so like the Game Pass.
0: Fair enough. Versus Xbox
1: Live, Xbox Dead, and Xbox Zombie Edition. Yeah. (laughs) Night demon. A wise fisherman once said, "Happiness is a big fish." and a witness.
2: Uh, I like that.
1: So in addition to our fishing update, I have caught three exotics. How's your fishing going?
0: Uh, four exotics.
1: Very good. Excellent. We have an end of season reminder. Uh, the season of the deep ends August 22nd at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And we have just told you what that is in your various time zones. So if you're not in one of those time zones, you'll figure it out. I believe in you. There's some known issues. Oh yeah, um, the season ends, Play all your things before the season ends, or don't. I'm not here to tell you what to do. But, you know, the season ends, things will go away. It'll be a new season with new things to do. We've got some known issues. Your Captain, Honored Centurions, and the Gilded Precept Lost Sector are abnormally bright. Really, really looking spiffy these days. Uh, the Wish Ender Exotic Bow is not reliably shooting through Cabal and Hydra shields. So we have an un- unreliable Wishender. And certain sites on the Judgment Hand Cannon have lost the red dot. Just certain ones though, not all of them. Those are all the new new issues. There's other old issues, there's a known issues list. If you care, there's a link, you can go look at it. Cool. And then we have Art of the Week, Movies of the Week. And that brings us to the end of our week. Huzzah!
0: Hello and welcome to the thirteenth and final week of season twenty-one. Season of the Deep, starting on August 15th, 2023. So for week 13, let's kick things off with our legacy rotation starting with the Forsaken expansion. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a strong curse level, which means Petra can be found in Ria Sylvia and has the Dark Monastery mission for the next week. The Blind World features Taken enemies and the plague Inamina. The ascendant challenge this week will be Orobora, which can be located over in the Aphilion's Rest Lost Sector on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the Moon, the weekly story mission is In The Deep. The Trove Guardian and the Wandering Nightmare, Jax, Claws of Xeva are both located at the Hellmouth. And the Nightmare hunts this week will be Skolas, Pride, Omnigul, Anguish and Zydron, Servitude. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Praxis the Technocrat will be the Empire Hunt, Cadmus Ridge will be the Eclipse Zone and the Exo Challenge will be Safeguard. For the 30th Anniversary expansion, we have the loot rotation for Des of Eternity which will be on week 1's rotation with the Scatterhorn armor set and the Wild Hunt armor set being available. The weapons available this week will be the ARC Lightweight Frame Bow, Arsenic Bite 4B the ARC Adaptive Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Blasper 2 the Solar Precision Frame Linear Fusion Rifle, Corsair's Wrath the Void Waveframe Energy Grenade Launcher, Deafening Whisper the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon, Dire Promise the Kinetic Precision Frame Sidearm Enigma's Draw, the Kinetic Lightweight Frame Submachine Gun Escape Velocity, the ARC Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle Giant 7 Rifle, the Kinetic Precision Frame Submachine Gun Friction Fire, the Void Precision Frame Scout Rifle Royal Chase, the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Hand Cannon True Prophecy, and the Solar Adaptive Frame Fusion Rifle Timelines Vertex. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen Weekly Story mission is The Ritual, where the modifier is Fire Pit, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you'll have Order of Reflections Catalyst and Order of Reflections Pact. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas Armour and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is Desperate Measures with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, Solar Threat, Empath, Overcharged Weapons, Arc and Strand Surges, Overcharged Glaives, and galvanised on hero difficulty only. The partition mission will be Hard Reset, Contest Mode enabled with Barrett and Unstoppable Champions, Arc Threat, Scorched Earth, Pestilence and Martyr modifiers, Arc and Strand Shields with Void and Strand Surges. And the Vex Incursion this week will be Liming Harbour. In addition, the weekly lightful reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drop for the Node Override Avalon Exotic Mission on the EDZ. For the Season of the Deep, the Featured Fishing Pond will be on the EDZ. Raids & Dungeons The Root of Nightmares Raid Challenge this week is the first encounter, Cataclysm, called Illuminated Torment. This is where every tormentor must be killed by a player with the Field of Light buff, with the Rufus' Fury Adept Auto Rifle being the Master Challenge reward. The Kingsville Raid Challenge this week is the third encounter, Golgoroth, called Gaze Amaze. The Gaze Holder must stand in the pool of unclaimed light when swapping the gaze. The Eval the Disciple challenge this week is the second encounter, The Caretaker, called Base Information, where runners cannot pick up more than one stack of knowledge on each run. The Eval of Glass challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Gatekeeper, called Strangers in Time. Players must defeat the Praetorians and Wyverns at the same time. The Deepstone Crypt challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Tanix, called The Core 4. Guardians must dunk all four cores before each DPS phase. And the Garden of Salvation challenge this week is the second encounter, Spy Defense, called a link to the chain. This is where all guardians must receive the Enlightened buff at the same time. Your Pinnacle Raid will be the Last Wish over on the Dreaming City, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Kali, called Summoning Ritual. Players must activate and cleanse all 9 plates, then kill all 9 Knights and Ogres before damaging Kali. The second encounter, Shirochi, called Witch Witch. Guardians must not get hit or take damage from Shirochi's Arc Blast. The third encounter, Morgoth, called, Forever Fight. Players must not kill the small ogres during the encounter. The fourth encounter, Vault, called, Keep Out. Guardians must ensure that no might of Riven Knights make it to the center chamber during the Vault fight. And the fifth encounter, Riven, called, Strength of Memory, where Guardians must not shoot the same Riven Eye twice. Also, with the Last Witch being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic heavy fusion rifle, 1000 Voices. And the Pinnacle Dungeon for this week will be the duality over on the Derelict Leviathan on the Moon. Next up, Challenges. We have now had all 79 challenges over the first 10 weeks of the season. So, as a reminder, if you complete 76 out of the 79, you can get a large pile of Bright Dust to spend at the Eververse store in-game. Here's a few that you might have missed and that you might want to get completed in the next two weeks. Pinnacle. Reach power level 1810 by earning Pinnacle rewards. Four. Challenge XP++++ and Bright Dust. Trial by Firing Squad. Win multiple rounds in Trials of Osiris. For, Challenge XP++++, plus Bright Dust and a Trials Weapon. Fleeting Glory. Complete crucible matches in the competitive playlist. Earn bonus progress for wins. For, Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. tide. Acquire the Last Right Scout Rifle for, Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Darkest Nightfall. Complete any nightfall on hero difficulty or higher for challenge xp plus bright dust and a nightfall weapon. Commendation appreciation. Earn progress for giving 10 commendations in Vanguard, Crucible and Gambit activities for challenge xp plus and bright dust. And Lost in Legend. Complete a lost sector on legend or master difficulty for challenge xp plus and bright dust.
4: Hello. Hello!
0: As a reminder, your daily Lost Sector will show your flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armour you'll find inside. But if you're new to the game or using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master, which you can either do solo or with a fire team. but you will only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday, August 15th will be Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City for exotic chess, solar threat, Arken Strand Surges, Solar and Void Shields, Epitaph Modifier, Overcharged Swords, with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Wednesday August 16th will be Bay of Drowned Wishes on the Dreaming City for Exotic Helmets, Arc Threat, Void and Arc Surges, Void Shields, Stalker Shield Modifier, Overcharged Snipers, with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Thursday August 17th will be Val's Labyrinth on the Cosmodrome for Exotic Boots, Arc Threat, Void and Arc Surges, Arc and Solar Shields, Firebit Modifier, with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Friday, August 18th will be Exodus Garden 2A on the Cosmodrome for Exotic Gauntlets, Void Threat, Arc and Void Surges, Void Shields, Scorched Earth Modifier with Barrier and Overload Champions. Saturday, August 19th will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon for Exotic Chests, Void Threat, Arc and Strand Surges, Arc Shields, Fire Pit Modifier, Overcharged Machine Guns with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Sunday, August 20th will be the K1 crew quarters on the moon for exotic helmets, arc threat, arc and strand surges, solar shields, hot knife modifier, Overcharged glaives with barrier and overload champions. And finally, back round to Monday, August 21st will be the K1 logistics on the moon for exotic boots, void threat, arc and void surges, arc and solar shields, hot knife and chafe modifiers, overcharge snipers with Barrier and Overload Champions. Lead the way. Our 13th featured Nightfall of the season will see us face off against Sepkis Prime in the Devil's Lair Nightfall over on the Cosmodrome, where you have a chance to get a pinnacle engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. This Nightfall is free to play. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, ascendant shards and adept Nightfall ciphers. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be with the Featured Weapon and Exotic Gear being uncommon at Hero Difficulty, to be in common with Ascendant Shards in Garanda Masters. Legend and Low Nightfalls will have 4 Barrier and 8 Overload Champions, with 5 Solar, 8 Void and 17 Arc Shields. Masters will have 4 Barrier and 15 Overload, with 5 Solar, 8 Void and 8 Arc Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1765, Matchmaking is available, Enemies have Extra Shields, Champion's Foe. You will face Barrier and Overload Champions. You can either use Intrinsic Exotics, use a subclass debuff or unlock Anti-Champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Arc Threat. 25% increase to incoming Arc damage. Arachno. When defeated Fallen Vandal spawn web mines at their feet. Overcharge Weapons. Weapons overcharged from the Seasonal Artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic Weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches an active Surge. Arc Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing arc damage. Strand Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing strand damage. Overcharged linear fusion rifle, 25% bonus damage with linear fusion rifles. Galvanized, combat to have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend difficulty, maximum effective level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment locked, you will be unable to change your equipment once the mission starts. Master difficulty, maximum effective level 1820, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Champions mob, this difficulty adds more champion enemies. Togetherness, base health regen is reduced, if near another player health regen is increased. Grand Master difficulty, maximum effective level 1815, includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Joining progress disabled. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. Limited Revives, gain additional revives by defeating champions, up to a maximum of 20. Contest Mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge. And Chafe, radar is disabled. To combat champions this season you have access to subclass counters as well as a choice of Intrinsic Anti-Champion artifact mods, which are Anti-Barrier Auto Rifle, Overload Scout Rifle and Overload Trace Rifle. You also have exotic weapons and armour that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Anti-Barrier, the Kinetic Bow Wish Ender, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle Arbalest, the Kinetic Pulse Rifle Revision Zero, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword, the Lament, and the Titan Gauntlet Second Chance, which gain a second charge of a throw throw Melee, which becomes shield Piercing and stuns Barrier Champions. And for Overload, the Void Energy Bow Le Monarch, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun Thunderlord, and the Warlock Exotic Boots, the Secant Filaments, which when you drop an Empowering Rift, any weapon that is fired from inside the well can cause an Overload Champion to be stunned. The nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the kinetic adaptive frame sidearm, the Buzzard. The Buzzard has a base impact of 49, the range of 36 and stability of 67. It can roll with Frenzy, the Rangefinder and Kinetic Tremors. With Pulse Monitor, Perpetual Motion and Overflow. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill the magazine, a health regen and improve your recovery for a short duration. And, Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with the weapon grant a small amount of health. Lord Jack brings Momentum Control to the Crucible for the thirtieth and final week of the season. Momentum Control is a 6v6 PvP mode which is a variation on the regular control mode, where every weapon is significantly higher in lethality, meaning that you can take out your opponents much faster than normal. Respawns are instant and defeating enemy players in momentum control will grant faster regeneration on your melee, grenade and super. Players get increased damage resistance when they activate a super to help counteract that little bit of extra damage that the guns give out. The mode also has increased capture speed on points and radar is removed for every player. Achieve victory by capturing zones and defeating opponents. And Rift will be returning this week in the Relentless Crucible playlist. Rift is a 6v6 game mode that focuses heavily on objective based gameplay and not just killing the enemy team. Instead of accruing points based on defeating enemies, players can score points by picking up the spark and dunking into the opponent's rift which is near the enemy spawn. A team can either win by scoring 5 points before the opposing team can, by scoring 3 points without the enemy team getting a look in or having more points when the time runs out. The spark spawns in the centre of the map and starts to charge after 6 seconds of the round starting and becomes visible for all players on the map. After another 12 to 13 seconds the spark is available for players to pick up giving both teams approximately 20 seconds to fight over the spark before either side can pick it up. For 5 seconds after a player picks up the spark, they become marked on both teams' maps. After that, they are only marked on their own team's map unless they are in view of the enemy team. The carrier can only hold onto the spark for a minute and 15 seconds. After that, the spark detonates, killing the carrier and those around them before resetting. Should the carrier die in any way that isn't from the spark detonating, the spark drops at that location. If a player picks up the spark whilst in their super they are immediately pulled out of their super furthermore they will not gain any more super energy whilst holding the spark and would be unable to use their super even if it is fully charged if a player dies they must wait 10 seconds before respawning but their teammates can revive them during this time this forces players to focus on teamwork to help push up on their enemies but can also leave some players out of the game for an extended duration if their team can't or won't revive them And one final time this season, Trials of Osiris Dominion will be back at the weekend, bringing with it a whole host of rewards for players who do make it to the lighthouse and open the chest. These include the Hero's Wake Exotic Ghost Shell, the Valiant Memory Exotic Ship, the Survivor's Journey Exotic Sparrow and your last chance to grab the Trial Shader, Glorious Patina. Trials of Osiris Dominion is a 3v3 PvP high stakes game mode with a twist of a capture point. In Dominion, two teams of three go head to head in a battle for control of a capture point Teams can either work together to capture the control point or eliminate the enemy team to win the round. Only available from Friday reset until Tuesday weekly reset, Trials gives every player the chance to shelf their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought-after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked through a passage card, a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials of Osiris will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, masterwork materials and even adept gear. most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of 7 games won and no losses. Five round wins will bag you the match for your passage card. By competing in trials you do have a chance to pick up two pinnacle engrams from playing each week. One from 50 round wins and the other from winning seven games. These do not have to be done all in one go but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset.
4: That is amazing!
0: This final week should see double XP across all playlists to help you round out those reward tracks and secure your loot. Also, don't forget with us moving into the final week of the season. This is your reminder to start collecting all of your Season of the Deep Pass items. Any items left over from Season of Defiance Season Pass items from Bungie.net. Plus, your reward Track items and engrams from Banshee44, The Gunsmith, Shaxx, Crucible, Zavala, Vanguard, Drifter, Gambit and Saint-14 Trials. Grab these before the end of the season as they will reset and you will lose all items when the new season starts. Don't forget, you can also start hoarding those bounties to get a leg up on XP and artifact progression for next season. And that's it for the thirteenth week of Season of the Deep. Guardian down. Well, I do have a couple of videos that I can recommend that aren't people raging about Bungie and the game. So oh, they're no fun. get ready for this. Yeah, get ready to go and have some fun because you too can learn about some PvP stuff with our good friends, Freddy Spooks, who's got episode two. Of his PvP school out, you can go and check out. And the best crafted weapon XP farm slash glitch from Fallout Plays. Now, this goes back to what they found, uh, I think it was a Cheese Forever video when we had the Solstice around and people were finding the best way to get the Silver Leaves. And it's basically the first mission from Lightfall and saving the checkpoint. So you do need another person. But Fallout goes over it and how to kind of do it again. And it gives you something like thirty-nine percent on each, like you on your crafted weapon, on your progress for it. So if you're trying to level those up to level seventeen, I think is the max to unlock all the points on those weapons. Load yourself up with three craftable weapons and go to town with a friend and get them unlocked. So there you go. Two videos this week, one PvP, one PvE, done. Parody? You did mention you had something.
1: I've got two videos and a channel for you.
0: So the first
1: video is, I will give myself credit, is from this week, which is the top 0.1% Gambit experience, which apparently YouTube, you know, listened to me moaning from ShipIt9, who basically, if you want to go see someone go into Gambit, get 98 defeats, 69 moats spanked, nice, 5 guardian kills, and do 52% of boss DPS, here you go. So if you want to know how the Gambit mains play the Gambit the best, that's how you do it. And then also, technically from three weeks ago, but it's Gambit, which is basically brand new in Gambit time. We have the (laughs) Destiny 2 Gambit speedrun world record, 2 minutes, 13 seconds, from Wobby W-A-U-B-Y, which is he brings his team in and they just lay waste to Gambit in speedrun fashion. So, you know, when there's a Gambit video, it's worth talking about, because, you know, we get six of them here, so we have to to dole them out very slowly. And then after I moaned last week about going, listen, Bungie, I don't want to go to the room and play all the recordings for the Veil Containment, if you could just tell me what they are, or let me go somewhere to find them. There is a YouTube channel called Destiny Lore Vault. So, youtube.com slash at Destiny Lore Vault. I don't think it's an official thing from Bungie, so who knows how long it'll be around. Um, But it's, you know, they say it's a channel designed primarily for archiving secondary sources to support and provide other community-fueled sites, like the Ishtar Commander and Destinypedia with sources. And they have basically lore from different parts of the game. Most importantly for me, the Veil Containment Recordings in a playlist where I could just sit and listen to all the Veil Containment Recordings. But they also have all the, the voice lines from Bonfire Bash and other activities. So basically they're, they're essentially recording like the lore bits from different missions and playthroughs. You know, Basically the in-game recordings, sticking those on YouTube as just that, again, as a resource for the other sites to reference. Again, it's not an official Bungie thing, so who knows how long it'll stay around for, but it's nice that it's there and I was able to go catch up on all my available containment without having to load into the game and stand in a room and listen to the recordings. So, much nicer way to do it. And that's it. Everyone else is just unhappy about things.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that's the end of the show. So I'd like to thank our guest, Mr. Noble, for coming on this week and going over some of his views that he was chatting about in the Discord servers. Cheers
3: for having me on.
0: That's okay. So next time you have some views, you're more than welcome to come on and, and discuss them with us.
1: Thank
3: you. I'll be, I'll be quieter next time to not send response oh. on rants.
1: That's fine. Um, you, you can take there, respawn. There's model. no way to avoid that, sir.
0: That's a feature that comes out of the box with your your standard respawn model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if if he's been off his game for a couple of weeks, he has to bring it back.
1: Yeah, yeah. For people, people haven't gotten their 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 dose of vitriol and rage except for everywhere else online right now about Destiny. So, <laughs> I don't know where people have gone except literally everywhere.
0: Yes,
2: other people are doing my job for me, man. What am I going to do? <laughs>
0: You've been Sherlock so, by yeah, the entire you. community. Thank, thank you, <laughs> Noble, for coming on. And when your charity event is coming up, please let us know so that we can remember and then remember to tell people that you've got a charity event coming up that we can kind of get behind and help support you. We can you post some links. We can Absolutely. get
2: videos. If you got videos, like if you got videos of the last one, we can check that
3: out. I, I don't All actually right. ever record anything. I just I put it on a stream and walk away and forget. Okay.
0: But, no, 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 we've we've got it on a video yeah, on the channel. Yeah, maybe oh, it's like, work.
2: here's what happened yeah. last time, here's what's happening this time. I don't know what I'm saying because I'm tired and I'm passing out. So, um... Well, we'll <laughs> let respawn go pass out,
1: and I'll well, both remind you that if you too would like to get access to our secret Patreon Discord, or just say, I enjoy these guys talking at me about this game obsessively for hours and hours every single week, you too could go to patreon.com slash TTAH and you cannot threaten us with a good time like Sep Orbit can. You could join our Otter Dance Troupe as Mellow Night BHS Nightcrawler, the Scarlet Cam, and the one and only T-Rex King, who I'm sure is sitting in the Twitch channel right now, being very thankful that Respawn is back to bring him all the live game, all the live podcast this week. Yep. You too could throw more grenades, like Carver 2782, Golden God 1562, Basically Assault, Zombie Pops, Renard Collant, or the one and only Noble, who is here with us this week. Not just throwing grenades, also throwing good opinions out at us. And finally, we have Deacon's Day One Raid team that she is painstakingly prepared and put together, consisting of PP Pipe, Dimwi, the Drifter's Driftwood, Space Coin, and Damn House. I didn't know if you all knew you were the raid day one raid team, but you gotta get ready because you got you got one coming up, and Deacon is a very exacting task mistress. So oh,
0: she expects geez. whips chains, everything. Oh that uh, reminds me, I've got to get some stuff out for tonight. <laughs>
3: That reminds me, I'm really glad I aren't
1: really sleeping in Demon's bed. <laughs> and that reminds me that it's time to go. So thank you for joining <laughs> us. Your Titans are parody of Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responsible in real life. Your noble warlock is the one and only Noble. If you have opinions, you can email the show at hotmail.com. We're also on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, everywhere is Two Titans and a Hunter. You can find us. I believe in you. You have the power. You can find this show wherever you find your podcasts. And I mean that. Wherever you find them, there we are the lovely little neon dragons staring at you. Follow us on YouTube to get each new episode, weekly update, and uh, all the live streams. If you want to know what Shade of One has for you, Night Team has got a video for that. If you want to know what's happening next week, Night Team has got a video for that. You can go to Titansandhunter.com to get this show and all the show notes we keep talking about. Or if you say, didn't you mention that thing? Or there was that video you had, or there was that website you talked about, twotitansandhunter.com. All the show notes for every episode we've ever done are there. If you want to join the Otter Dance troupe, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, and uh, hang out on our top secret Patreon, Discord Patreon, patreon.com slash If you just want to toss some dollars or, you know, pounds or coin our way, coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash 2 and a hunter And if you want the thrill of live action, spicy language, and oftentimes a live, uncut version of the show that is not family-friendly. I won't say family hostile, but it's certainly not family-friendly. Twitch.tv slash response in real life. There may or may not be topless women there. It's hard to say. You'll just have to subscribe to find out. And if you want to keep it family friendly, like a proper British gentleman, twitch.tv slash the hunter And I'll tell you when they stream, you go to those places, you hit the button, you hit the subscribe, you hit the bell, and it'll say, hey, they've gone live. And then you'll know. And then you'll be able to participate. And then you'll have good times. And if you want we, we noble. Noble, we Noble. Which one are you? Are you noble or are you? I, I
3: I used to be wee noble, but then obviously when I got the ability to change my bungee ID, oh. I just dropped the wee.
1: So, so you're no longer we You've grown now. You're yeah, I, I'm, noble. I
3: am. I am big now.
2: Excellent. So so so, so 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 if you would like
1: the noble to to drag you through things, uh, go find him online and say, "Take me through things," and he'll do it. Trust me. He has yeah. no, he has no choice. He's
3: kind
2: of bored. He's wanted to do pretty much anything. I'll,
3: I'll do anything i'm still waiting for um i think i can't remember, i think it's donnie that messaged me the other day asking me to help two people get their use stasis a scout see, rifle
2: i'm still waiting for them see donnie stop slacking he's waiting for you give him, a, give him a ring bud yeah there you go yeah. and, and before we go then, um so, yep oh, mm-hmm. i was just gonna say before we go i need some feedback on uh you know moving forward, is it better to have Lord respond uh, respawn or King respawn? You know, just asking for a friend mostly. Uh, so give us feedback on that, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, appreciate it. And some portion of us will see you next week, yeah. <laughs> deuces, deuces.
1: Destiny 2 Podcast.
2: Well, well, that's a crazy thing. Like, in America, I, I think I've told you guys, have you guys been to Europe? In Europe, it's, have, it's exactly the wait, 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 on, Hold on, America. Hold on. hold on. Yeah. Have
1: you been to Europe? Yeah. I'm going to guess that no fewer than 50%
2: of the people in this Discord channel right now have been to Europe. No, no, no. You guys specifically. Because you say something changed in the world, right? Uh-huh. Well, the thing that I've always found fascinating is America, you know, we're like, violence is okay. Violence in TV, violence in cartoons, violence in commercials. Violence is okay. But nudity, no, no, no. No, can't have any nudity. Nudity's bad. But in Europe, it's the opposite. Nudity, perfectly fine. Everybody's, it's completely natural. Everybody's nude. Nothing to hide. Violence is no. bad. Right, but where's he getting? I
3: don't know. how I was
1: thinking that, but yeah. Have
0: have I? Where have you ever been to Europe?
2: Nineteen Noble, have you guys ever been to Europe? (laughs) Unfortunately,
3: I think I missed the episodes of Scooby Doo that he's talking about.
2: No, no, don't give me that crap. I've been to Spain and Romania, and hell, in Romania during the summer, women walk around the streets topless. Okay, and there's no laws against it. You know, they have topless beaches in um, in. uh, What's what? was the country that was famous for weed being legal? Starts with an N. The Netherlands, Amsterdam, because of Amsterdam. Amsterdam, yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was there, I was in a restaurant, a family sit-down restaurant, where the menu is written on topless women. So yeah, I stand by what I said. Okay, and don't come at me with oh, what's the Scooby Doo episode? All right.
3: <laughs> You've named two parts of Europe. To how many yeah. different parts of Europe The there is.
2: Spain, when I was in Spain, well, it's still Europe, is it not? And when I was in Spain, <laughs> I would watch the morning news and the newscaster, as she's giving me the weather, is stripping down. Okay? Mm-hmm.
0: So, those are channels that you do have to pay for respawn
2: no, so we do appreciate no. that Respawn gets
1: all of his news from some level of topless women. That's what we, <laughs> that's what I'm learning today is respawn only gets news from topless women. So if you're trying to talk to respawn, I mean if you're, you're a topless worse woman, let's, you'll, yeah, let's be honest, okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm I'm just still stuck on here you asking if if anyone's ever been to Europe. As we're uh, talking yeah. to two people
2: that, they, while well, well, I don't Britain know, Britain does Europe. Britain succeeded from Europe. We all we all know that. Okay.
1: Europe and oh. the European Union are different things. Yeah. yeah. They they, oh, they, did, they didn't pick up hurt. the <laughs> island. They didn't that's pick up so the island and like you know move it offshore more and say we're, we're going to put big giant you know hovercraft style fans on this. if sea. they
0: could, they would. Okay. Uh, I'm not so sure. And they will have localized subtitles available for the following languages on these channels, French, German, Italian, Spanish, Brazilian, Portuguese, simplified Chinese, Japanese, and Korean. But will
1: they have both an American, a uh, British, and an Australian English channel? Because they put out trailers that specify the different Englishes, and I'm not sure why.
3: To be honest, Perdi, I'm wondering if Europe gets a different version of the live stream. (laughs) Maybe they get a topless version. I want to see a topless (laughs) version.
2: version? I mean, I can work something out. I I don't don't know if y'all want a topless (laughs) version, but I mean, I can work something out.
0: Well, look, I think we could start an OnlyFans. You know, if you want to see a topless version of the Bungie Showcase where Respawn is topless, I'm sure we could work things out. I'll put a, I'll put a pole behind me. Oh.
3: A true hunter is going to take a poll. Brilliant.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs>